if you send her to God, I will become the devil. There's a certain sound that a father's heartbeat makes when he fears for his child's life. It sounds like a time bomb right before it explodes. Sounds like a smile struggling not to become a tombstone. Sounds like not knowing what to do anymore. Like a quiet peace becoming war. No punchline. How about I punch you in your throat instead of punching more doors? This peace ain't filled with imagery and metaphors. Fuck wordplay. This is me trying to suppress my rage every day. The fear of concealed worst case scenarios on repeat that still won't go away. The fear of her brain matter being splattered on concrete by his gun. There's a difference between death shit and domestic. Fuck this shit. Acrobat, watch me flip. You think I care? Carry the sword around just for kicks, machete on my hip. How a man with no hands gonna load his clip? I might not kill, but I will maim your wrist. It ain't the same. Shit change when it comes to my kids. Put your gun down and see if my hands don't holler louder than a West Side gun ad lib. My fingers are the afterlife, and my palms are where Satan lives. Your mother should have raised her son better. I was taught by black women that niggas who put their hands on black women should have hands laid on them. Baptism. And just like your father, a coon with a badge, ah, you think a gun in hand gives man dominion, but if you send my daughter to God, I will become your devil. Hellfire out my mouth. I swear to God, nigga. Hades all up in your house. I can't write this no deeper. Hard to say poems when your throat becomes ether. Ah! Onomatopoeia. Fuck a little pew pew going do. Fuck your trigger. Sure, Slankston isn't violent, but Victor is a different type of nigga. And if my gently falling rain dies, I'ma take your sky and burn this whole world without her in it. Fuck poems and slams. You better quit playing with me. I'ma slam your scrawny ass to the goddamn concrete. Best to believe that gun violence in Baltimore is a disease. But imagine if I squeeze with just my hands around your neck and wait for all the breath to leave in a city where money, power, and respect connects to gunplay. Young brother, you better find another way. Doesn't matter if you made a mistake. Your life shouldn't be defined or it's aligned on your waist. Heterosexual fecal matter. You better get your shit straight. Because the next time you put your hands on Anaya, I'm going to annihilate. Ain't going to be no poems left. No like, no ass, no simile, just unrest. Grenade in my chest, no calm, no focusing on my breathing unless you leave it next. No peace, no bless, just a father doing everything in his power to make sure his daughter doesn't take her last breath. What's up, world? It's your girl, Tamika Georgia Me Harper. Whenever I'm on Clubhouse, I'm looking for iron sharpens iron with my man, Poetic Black and Written in Pain. As iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. Oh, the story. I, I thought the story, I thought it was a good story. I just felt like it was parts of the story that lagged a little bit for me. Your cadence, man, it, it captivated me. 
me, it's just the sincerity in the piece. You know, I could feel that, and the emotion is always going with me over when I can feel, when I can feel that it's real. So, it's, it was one of those pieces that you know, where you're, you're waking, you're waking people up. You know what I'm saying? Bringing awareness. It was an awareness poem, and I really dug it, and I really dug the message behind it. Thank y'all very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the space. Are you ready to enter the dojo? Here, iron sharpens iron. My pen bleeds for this. Hemorrhaging with ink that bubbles with heat like lava. That burn these pages and singes bones with metaphors down to the very morrow. Until it lies in your subconscious so that when you do spit, your saliva hold remnants of my sentiment. I'm like an amazing muse. Don't confuse this with just mere words spoken. I take this spoken word serious and I treat this gift with the delicacy it deserves. That's why my hand trembles when I write these words for fear. That I may resurrect new civilizations with my sentence structure. That I may resurrect the dead minds in these living shells that sell their morale for monetary gain. My pen bleeds for them and my poem speaks for them. Those whose voices are silenced due to the plague of complacency. Those who are content in their strayed ways because society has convinced them that their worth lies on ball courts and stages. But my pages free them with a freedom to aspire to higher heights. This is why I write to uncover the plights and schemes of these crooked politicians and their constituents who fiend to see us fail, whose ardent desire is to see us behind bars and cells, whether it's or the back of project stairwells they want us confined i slam for them so fuck the judges audience and applause and i'm appalled that these rappers hold the biggest platforms but they perform for platinum gucci and audemars that they're injecting these vain looks and these empty hooks in our youth 16 bars at a time they got them in skinny jeans fucked up in a junkie lean from 14 to 40 and they don't know whether they're going or coming and they're Dumbing down these verses that got our babies running down these hearses Dying to get in, dying to fit in like fat feet in stilettos And they go aping bananas over Ye J and Wheezy Believe in these rap stars who push hot cars, hold the keys to success and they invest countless hours of the day trying to mimic what they do, wear, and say. But little they know, I got the antidote to this disease that got our youth in dis-ease about who they are. Their identity is a mystery, confused and conflicted with who's the hottest MC spitting in the game right now. But don't compare them to me, because if they're spit, I'm flim, thick and rich with this gift of wordplay. I'm Mr. Smith of these words, say that's a wordsmith for those who can't catch the theme I breathe eat and dream poetry I scratch itch and theme poetry my pros go way beyond pro tools and booths I spit this shit on crack corner curbs and stoops it's just the truth
No promotion is what they promoting. Well, hell, I seen the email. What the fuck? I ain't stuck in a rut. Put my name on the dotted line, find all the application matters and seems to align with mine. Uh, Carlos, we need you in the office. <sighs> I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think this is gonna work for you. I don't get that. I mean, sir, I've been here seven years, and and everybody I've ever trained, you promoted past me. So you asked me, do I think I'm suited for this position? And my disposition is, yeah. That's like, well, no. Carlos said. You're a nigger. We can't, can't put you in charge of people. You a nigger. You a nigger till you die. If you a rich nigger, you a rich nigger. If you a poor nigger, you a poor nigger. But at the end of the day, hey, you still a nigger. Oh, you got an education, my bag. So you an educated nigger. It don't matter my speech. It don't matter my background, my attire. They said, they said, racism is dead, liars. How dare he think he could treat me like it's 1923, 33, 63, 83, 93, motherfucking yesterday. I went to college too. I got a mortgage too. I like Pearl Jam and you too, just like you. My only fucking sin is this fucking skin I'm in. Fuck you. Fuck this American concentration camp. Fuck Harry Connick Jr. Fuck John Mellencamp. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it. But the promotion, I don't get it. Carlos, you don't really smile enough. And besides, we 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 can't we can't have a nigger in charge. Hey, yo, hey, Carlos, what's over there writing? <laughs> Raps? <laughs> no, I'm writing a poem about how I'ma take my pen and stab you in the eye while I recite Ballad of the Bullet. While during the few moments you have left. Call us at lunchtime. We going to Popeye's. Giggles, smirk. Bitch, say that shit outside work. Prick, dick, mm, get me sick. Stop poking at the water cooler. Fuck your hockey convo. Black people need their own companies. Pronto. Because asking me why I'm called Carlos, shame. Asking me a bunch of questions about my last name, shame. The more they change, the more the motherfuckers stay the same. Because, master, I done shed blood for this here company, so why you don't want to fuck with me? I don't know, Carlos, but I, I bought you a grape soda, buddy. Fuck you. Suck my dick. I was in pain. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Down the Monko, Monko. That's the way we set it off over here. All right, bro. All right, man. You know what I'm saying? Calm down. Calm down. What's good? Welcome to I Ain't Shop If I and I'm Poetic Black. And my brother, Written in Pain, are you in the building? 
You on mute, yeah, I'm bro. Here, bro. Early. I'm here, I'm here. You you I'm frustrated here, early. Shit like that. 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 And today, and today, ladies and gentlemen, I know y'all not seeing triple. You're not seeing triple. You know, uh, we have joining us today. She's gonna be out here through the throughout the uh, duration of the show. The lovely, incomparable. Khadijah, what's going on, Queen? How you doing? What's up, Black? Hey, Pain. Oh, that was fire, y'all. That was fire. Oh, my goodness. I appreciate (laughs) you. I appreciate you, sister. We appreciate you here. And uh, this is going to be a great show, man. Now, Pain, I'm going to let this be known from the beginning. No wise cracks. Hey, you a know. few times tonight, I'm calling her a baby doll. Yeah. I'm telling you now, a few times tonight, her name is baby doll. That's- oh, man, it's going to be a long night. I see it already. Oh, how was your week, Pain? What's going on? Man? I love week, joy. Uh- <laughs> oh, shit, I'm off mute? Damn, you can't be singing while you off mute on Iron Sharp as I. <laughs> It seemed like you had a rough week at work this week. Let man. me tell you something. The man trying to get me down, man. You know what I'm saying? You bring somebody off the street. You know what I'm saying? I done gave y'all the best years of my life. I done gave y'all my good years. My good years. I'm going to bring some old, some old Willie Vump Blump off the street. Off tell the me, street. train him. Teach him everything you know. Teach him what he need to know. Hello. Teach him what he need to know. Bro, you promote this motherfucker. <laughs> you gonna promote this bitch? Then when I ask some questions, you are gonna say, "Well, you know, Carlos, you don't walk around looking very happy." Mm. They want you to smile. They want to see all your teeth, all your teeth. You know what I'm saying? The whole ten hours, the whole twelve hours. They want to see all your teeth. Yo, look, I, I resonate with you talking about, bro, because I had a gig back in the days, man. Man, I put I put my heart and soul in this goddamn restaurant, man. Came up with new dishes, uh, switched and flipped the menu. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I find out they bring a new guy, a new guy, a new guy straight off the streets, brand new. Then putting out one ounce of work in in this spot and he came out making more than me. I spazzed. I said, you must be crazy. I'm out of here. Then they fix my money. But you know what I'm saying? But it's crazy, man. It, it, it's, it's unfortunate that we be in jobs and all that and we can't advance because of these hangups and these stereotypes. And, you know, they want you to play a certain part, man. I, I, I know the deal, bro. I know the deal, man. I'm a big guy in restaurants and all that. They want me to be meek. No, I'm going to be me, man. I'm going to be me. I ain't with the nonsense. Get out my face. They want with me that. at the water cooler with them talking about gossip girly shit. I ain't doing that. Facts. I don't blame you, bro. I do not blame you, man. Whole show them man. teeth. <laughs> Smile. Smile, nigga. Go on, new nigga. <laughs> go ahead, do that dance. Go ahead, dance that dance, boy. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> I apologize. You know, I forgot Khadija was up here. I, I might not have did that. I forgot Khadija was joining us today. I might not have went in how I went in. I do apologize to the queen. I ain't uh, need to go in like that. <laughs> Offering people my, my personal parts. I wouldn't have did that if I'd have known you was up here. I yeah, man, you got you went full retard. That's how you, you know what I'm saying? I know how you do, bro. You know what I'm they saying? They trying to take <laughs> my milk. They trying to take my milk. I worked all my life. 
and you do this to me? <laughs> you know what I told him. You know what I told him, Black. What you you know what him? I told him. What you told him? I don't need no manager out here trying to replace me. You ain't the one out here singing and dancing every night. Man, all you do is get paid. That's what I told him. Let's go, man. We got all right, man. Yo, let's get this show started. But before we get it started, uh, there's, a, there's a special theme with the show. Reason why we have our sister Khadijah up here. Uh, Khadijah, out of the generous, the generosity of her heart, the kindness of her heart, she came to me and she said, "Yo, Black, I'm feeling generous. You know, we got we got curls in convo, the Natural Hair Summit coming up next week, and uh, I want to give away some tickets. So tonight, we have three tickets. We have three tickets that Khadijah has blessed Iron Sharp with Iron with." And we're going to give these tickets away tonight for the three individuals who have the most impactful poem. Everybody know this is Iron Sharp with Iron, what we do over here. We come with our Sunday's best and uh, we, we working on getting better, man. So it's okay tonight to go in, go in. You know what I'm saying? You can cop these free tickets. These tickets are now at full price. You know, I, I try to give everybody the, the scoop. Like, yo, get the free tickets while they have price off. Ah, da, da. You know, some people took advantage. You know what I mean? But now that deal is over. But we do got three tickets over here. Free tickets that you guys can score tonight. The most impactful poem will get awarded. I'm about to spit. I'm spitting. Oh, no, you're not. You, you, you ineligible. You're not eligible what that, that that's the word eligible i remember what? i remember when i was in fifth grade i remember i was in fifth grade and this teacher my fifth grade teacher you know they used to do this thing on friday where they give out snacks and all that for the good kids you know the, the kids with the get the stars and all that so anyway you know me wow, um, i'm going in the goo i'm going in the goo yeah. about to spit. i want tickets nah you can't get no tickets but my, but my teacher he was like yo he was like he was like, you were bad this week, and you, unfortunately, are not eligible for the snacks. I was tight. It was having the, the dope snacks, too. The Elma Fudd cookies and all that, man. I was like, oh, I didn't even taste those yet, man. I was tight, man. But I remember that word, eligible. And you, my brother Payne, you are not eligible. Man. You are not eligible for these tickets. We going to get these tickets away to the people out there. That's right. Iron Sharp with Iron That's Land. That's right. Um- my dear sister Khadijah, can I rely on you to be the show closer so I ain't got to go through all the channels of finding somebody to close the show this evening? Can I rely on you to close us out tonight, please, my sister? Of course. All right. Appreciate it. There I it appreciate is. That. We got our closer. Now, we got a couple of challenges in the beginning of this show. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, you told me about some challenges, and um, I got some surprises of my own. So, uh, oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be out here working too. I'll be out here working too. The blade, man. We gotta sharpen both sides of the blade. Also, I wanted to say this. At the hair show, Black will be there to give his hair tip advice. Don't you wanna hear this? (laughs) You definitely wanna hear this. You know what I mean? You definitely wanna hear this. You know what I mean? I'm going to show you how not to go bald. I'm going to tell you what not to do. And then I'm going to tell you this, man. Let it go. If you one of them brothers, you know what I'm saying, with your, the whole middle of your piece done and you got dreads around the side, brother, let it go. 
The so bald light, the bald light right is okay, now. man. Don't, don't try to sub. Don't try to. <laughs> I'm saying, if you, if you, PT, it, yo, bro, if you, if your headline go all the way back, if they kept kicking you out of the army because you kept saluting all the way in the middle of your head, you know what I'm saying? Because your headline, because you're supposed to salute to your headline, but you going in the middle of your head, it's over. It's over. Let it go. It's over. It's okay. There's life after baldness. It's life. Accept it. I, I kind of look better, bald, but I was I was sexy chocolate dude with my three sixties and all that. This show going you know left. This is going right. left. This let's get let's left. get to the business. All right. Speaking <laughs> of challenges, speaking of challenges, last week this brother came up here and told us all, podcast world, clubhouse world, mm-hmm. he would be here tonight. Yep, I, I, gave I him remember. A challenge. He I said, remember. "Challenge me." Challenge. I said, be here next Saturday. He said, I'll be there, brother. I see my brother. He's the first person to put iron in the chat. So without further ado, believe in most our lives. You better have your challenge ready. Oh, no excuses. Hey, man. I can't hear you. Sorry, turn on back. I can't hear you. Oh, shit. Yes. Yes. Yo. All right, mouthpiece. What's good, brother? What's good? What's good? What's good? <laughs> Right What's up, man? What's good, man? I'm Tell good, man. Tell me why do we <laughs> so hard to see my house peace? Do you oh, got my peace? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, chill out, man. Uh, I got you. Los, I'm calling you a government name. Chill out, man. Who the fuck up? I can't stop laughing. We good, Chester. We good, Chester. Oh, Let's go. You never call me Chester. I'm gonna beat your ass when I see you next time, nigga. No, for um, shout out to uh Queen Khadijah, my my, my very 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 good friend in this motherfucker. Also, uh my my brother pointed black, and uh my brother uh. <laughs> I got a, I got a confession. I got a confession, man. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna be totally transparent. I called Pain earlier. <laughs> and I was like, man, I ain't gonna lie to you, Pain, man. I ain't gonna be able to do it, man. You know, I ain't got this piece. I ain't got it, man. I, I couldn't do it. I got I had training all week from this new gig. I had other shit I had to do, man. I couldn't I couldn't do it, my nigga. But you know how they say you should know you should never meet your heroes. <laughs> Well, I met one of mine. Pain. And today, my hero called me a master poet. <sighs> so I was like, you know what? I can't let my motherfucking hero down. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm a bad motherfucker. Nigga, I will recreate your reality in Less than 30 seconds. I'm a motherfucking mouthpiece. So if I call you my motherfucking hero, you ought to be jumping up and goddamn down. I'm telling you right now, I'm not some nigga. I'm that nigga. But this guy is my motherfucking poetic hero. I'm I other niggas' you, heroes. I love you, bro. I'm other niggas' heroes. But this guy is my motherfucking hero. I ain't came to say it. Fuck that shit. He's dope. 
Boy, the black, you my brother too, man. You know I love you, man. We broke bread together. And yo, motherfucking ass and cook, nigga. God damn. <laughs> my brother, man. Compo and Wolf Hours are married, man. If you compo, you Wolf Hours. You Wolf Hours, you compo. That's how I look at it. Warland Selector, Warland Selector. That's me. That's Warland Selector. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. That's me. But I understand. All right. So the challenge. Hold up, you about to do this right now? About to do it right now, my Let's go. That's what I'm talking about. This is my guy. Listen, he didn't let me. Listen, he didn't drop the ball. I I came here ready to make a spectacle of mouthpiece. Mouth, I put, yo. Yo, do your thing, man. Hold on, thing. let's 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 You gonna, let's you gonna let's, tell them what the challenge? Yeah, let's was talk about home? this challenge. Yeah, let's talk nah, about this nah, challenge. Nah, nah, nah. Okay, okay. Y'all listen to the poem. When the poem end, then we'll talk. Let's go. All right, let's go. The stage is yours, King. Word. Oh, wait a minute. There's a trigger warning now. There's a trigger fucking warning with this poem. So if you kind of, I'm telling you right now, if you kind of, you know, if you don't like violence, you know, you might want to mute your mic or whatever. Put your turn your volume down. Trigger warning. Tell you that shit right now. Ain't that bad, but it's you know, it's a little, it's a little edgy. Here we go. How did I get here? Fuck. I don't recognize these surroundings. Why am I out of breath? Wait, who has a hold of me? I don't, hey man, let go of me. What you doing? I don't know you. I'm damn sure before, before now you didn't know me. Wait, that smell. Man, fuck this, I'm about to bail. Shit, who was this fool grabbing all my clothes and he won't let go and shit, I knew it. Oh, Pops, what the fuck with this ritzy bitch? This shit was news to me. Got me out here rubbing shoulders with these clowns in this gated community. Some dog and pony show so I can get to know your wife to be. Fuck this dude. Just won't let up. Damn. Hold up. This, this ain't no kid. Like me. That's the grown fucking ass man. What you, what, what, what you mean you already called the police? See, nah. Nah, I ain't trying to be no repeat of his story. Fuck this. Keep all that. We need to check for ballistics. I can hear the reporters now. He he was just another young black statistic. Wait. Wait, man. What is that smell? There's something weird I miss. Can't see past this grown Hispanic giving me shit. What the fuck? He, he's a person of color too. Think we one in the same shit. We supposed to be brothers. Now I'm really confused. Yo, what's that smell? Trying my best to get loose. Fuck this nigga about to get these ones and twos. Uh-huh. Yeah, nigga. Damn, he's strong too. Okay, okay, okay. I think I heard him. Yeah, won't be long now before. Wait, feeling kind of funny. My legs won't move. There's a sick feeling in my stomach. What is that smell? Why are my ears ringing? Ah, shit, my chest. Oh, 
fucking I'm bleeding shit. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Now you letting up? Now you want to stand on this ground? Hold up. You leaving? Oh, fuck. I'm bleeding. I'm having trouble breathing. Everything below my waist, I can't detect. There's no feeling. Fuck it. Fuck, it makes sense now. I was coming back to me. I was coming back from the store conveniently, minding minds. This dude starts yelling at me from behind. Stop. You're not from around here. And I was like, so what? Is that a crime? No, but being black in Twin Lakes, gated community wearing a hoodie is obviously. Yeah, it's coming back to me. He approached Got too close, tried to grab me, I died, so he caught me by my clothes, this fucking hoodie. That's when the struggle ensued, and well, you already know. Fuck. The rest is history. His story against mine. I tried to scream out from the pain, but I can't. But my silence was louder. So he got me. Well, at least I know what the smell was. It was gunpowder. This coward shot me. Mouthpiece. What this mouth to? Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. So, I challenged Mouthpiece to write a poem about the last... 10 to 20 minutes of someone's life. I, I imagine most of y'all probably figured out uh, who that person was. Black, I know you know who that was. Mm. Who was that? That was the last 20 minutes of Trayvon Martin. Oh, all right. I kind of figured it, but like the, the smell, like it was, it was like the, I love the fact that you was given lucid pieces you was giving us lucid pieces, and I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, I thought Trayvon, but I wasn't sure though. I wasn't sure, but I was like, all right. Um, this was this was this was this was kind of epic. This was really uh, like some Broadway right here, mouthpiece. You know what I'm saying? You really got really theatric with this man. Yeah. Um, uh, Bro, you wrote this today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yo, mm. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I knew who you was writing about, right? But I dug how you did it. It was like, it was almost like you was giving us flashes or like you wasn't giving us a whole piece of the picture. It was almost mm. like you ever see like when they doing a season finale of a show, so they'll hype it up by showing you like the episode before the season finale and they go into like this fade in and fade out. They might put a heartbeat with it. It'll be like, boom, boom. They'll show a picture. Then it'll go to black. Boom, boom. They'll show a picture to go to black. That's what that poem reminded me of. Mm. It was like, it was like that. It was like, I, lucid is the word. Black, black <clears throat> used a good word. Lucid was it, man. And it was very surreal. And it was parts of it where... I really dug the way you told the story, man. That's an A for me, mouthpiece, man. And 
the fact that you wrote it today, I'm going to give you an A plus, bro. Mm. And I really appreciate you pushing your pen and doing that, man, because you ain't have to, man. You told me you wasn't. told me you ain't have time. said you was coming through with it next week. And uh, I really feel like part of it was motivated by you trying to make me look stupid. But whatever the case, <laughs> I'm glad you came through. I'm glad you came through with that, bro. I appreciate you. Definitely. What you I'm thought about it, Khadija? From the moment that you said um, this Hispanic guy, I was like, that's George Zimmerman. Mm. You know, I watched that trial very closely when it happened. I remember it like it was yesterday. And I remember being fixated on the TV every single day of the trial, hoping and praying that finally they would give one of us justice. And I also remember bawling when it didn't happen. So, you know, that piece was very powerful. You brought me back to that moment when they showed the last few seconds mm. of his life. Um, mouthpiece, you are so dope. It was very theatrical. You had me pulled in from the very first word. And um, it was very relatable. I feel like every black man, man could see himself in that poem. The what ifs, the things they try to avoid, you know, being black in America. You dope. That was amazing. Yeah, I concur, my brother. Yeah, that was, uh, it was definitely profound, man. Well told story, man. And um, I love the way you delivered it. Because you didn't know right, right off. You know what I mean? For me, you know what I'm saying? You just kept giving pieces and and um I thought it was really intriguing, man. I thought it was really intriguing, man. Great job, mouthpiece. Great job. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. That's I mean, cause the whole thing was I couldn't I couldn't let you know like who it was. You had to figure it out. So mm. I had to like I had to sort of dance around a little bit. But it was it, it eventually got uh unavoidable. You know, I was I had to say something because I wanted this shit to really be relevant, so I, I had to, I had to bring you in at the end. I know you probably figured it out by this. You know what I was saying? I was like, this nigga shot me. Yeah, but really, that, that, that was that was, was dope. That was dope. Yeah. The smell that you kept hinting towards the yeah. smell. What's that smell from the very beginning? You yeah. kept on, yo. What's that smell? What's that smell? And um, that. Uh, that was powerful. Yeah, bro. the challenge was for him to write Trayvon's last twenty minutes without overtly letting the listeners know he was talking about who he was talking about. So that's why he wrote it the way he wrote it, because that was the challenge to try to be as vague as possible, but still write about Trayvon. Mm. Dope. Dope. Shit was hard, man. It's hard to be write pieces about, uh, I'm going to be quick on this goddamn mic, racial injustice, because I grew up in the South, man. This shit, you know, happened to me for real. I mean, I had like, I had, I had, I had runners with cops that were racist. I, I, you know, I was chased by like grown ass men when I was like fucking eight, ten years old with sticks in their hand and shit. I experienced that shit for fucking real. It wasn't no game. Writing this shit was fucking hard. But I was like, but fuck that. I got, I, 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 somebody need to hear this shit. So mm -hmm. I had to, um, I had to write it, man. And uh, when Payne was like, man, you a master poet? What the fuck wrong with you? I was like, you know what? Fuck that. Then I put my wolf on this shit too. <laughs> I was like, nah, nah, I gotta, I gotta pull it up. All my wolves looking at me like, nigga, you did what? And you ain't do what? I couldn't have that. I was like, fuck that shit, man. Yeah, you did your I thing, appreciate man. <laughs> I appreciate you, bro. You ain't have to do it, bro. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. All man, right. One, one Mike Compa, Wolf Hollows, we family. What's up? Mo's death. Look at the situation. 
right, man. Who we got next on the mic, Paint? Oh, if you guys don't know, if you're new here, you don't know how we do things over here. If you want to spit, you want to get on the mic, uh, just type iron in the chat. Type iron in the chat. You will automatically go into queue, and uh, we'll definitely get you on the stage before the show is over. So with that being said, Payne, my brother, who we got next on the mic? Next on the mic, cold-blooded. Cold-blooded. Let's bring Elizabeth on up to the stage. What's going on with you? What's going on, guys? <laughs> what you got? I know uh, you you had challenges the last past three weeks or four weeks. The last past three or four weeks, you've been having challenges. Is it yes, any I, different? I, I do not have week? a challenge today. No. Oh, you don't have a challenge. I took okay. I took a break from the challenges this week. I took a break. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, next week I'll be back with the challenge. I just needed, <laughs> you know, some time off. My feelings were hurt last week very, very much. Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to play my favorite game called Pick a Poem. Pick a Poem. What, what we got on the line? So you can have the unstoppable and the unmovable or realization. Realization. Mm. Realization is, is, is speaking to me. You know, I want to know what you had the realization of. So uh, I like that one. What about you, Payne and Khadijah? I like realization. Yeah, let's go. All right. Well, let's do realization then. <laughs> it's two against one. It's two against one. It's two against one. We do realization. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> All right. The stage is yours, Queen. Realization is the manifestation of truth as it pours over cups of life that were said to be spillproof. My eyes got peeled back as my tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth and everything I sought, I knew, went down south, down south, like straight to the gates of hell. Realizations of the internal relation makes it so the truth will always prevail, but <laughs> sometimes it gets ugly. When we deal with betrayal of idol worshippers paying homage to Baal and liars on every street corner with their version of truth for sale. See, I know what it is and what it always will be as I dodge the poisonous darts of the words of blasphemy, always trying to woo me to see something pretty shiny thing. Yet inside the illusion, they are briny, slimy things that really don't shine. They are only designed to brainwash your mind, make you think it's caviar, so you swallow all of it. Then they laugh as you choke because you find out they've been feeding you shit. The key is you got to eventually realize it and wake up because I refuse to get stuck inside the matrix of fake tricks and matchsticks that are destined to crash and burn, even though I've taken my licks until I finally learn the art of contemplation that ignites a soul's elevation. Sended one into the true realm of realization. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Oh, right. This was more on the shorter side for you, Elizabeth, but very impactful. Uh, let's get into it. 
when you first started to spit, I thought the thought that came to my mind was self-realization of one's own demise. You know, uh, oftentimes, you know, I guess it, it, it's, a, it's that point in time in everyone's life where they realize, like, yo, I'm going to die one day. You know, uh, the maggots is going to eat my flesh. Uh, a lot of people, you know, with this thought process, you know, a lot of people turn to religion, you know, and stuff like that. But uh, you made some, I was, I, I, I got to say, I was surprised. man. I was like, what, Elizabeth Woke? You had a reference in there about Baal. You had a reference in there about Baal worship and um, a lot of religions, you know, uh, covertly you know, pay homage to Baal. A lot of religions, you wouldn't think so. But if you look in the artwork, you look in the, um, the history, you know, look in the traditions, and you would see it there hidden. You know, um, this self-realization that you're talking about, you know, uh, we all, in my opinion, we all reach that point in our life where, you know, we have to have discernment for ourselves not something that someone else gave us to believe, but for ourselves, our own analytical deductions that we've made since we've been on this planet. And uh, we got to make some decisions. You know, um, it's refreshing to hear, you know, that this is your thought process, you know, that you're thinking outside of the box, thinking, you know, beyond what you're just being given, you know, eat what you're fed, you know, and, um, I think it's, 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 it's empowering, you know, for you to take control of who you are and be like, yo, I'm going to make these decisions. This don't add up to me. Forget if whoever said it is it, supposed to add up. It don't add up to me. And, um, you know what I'm saying? And, and have the courage to, uh, to live that out. You know, I think it's all a journey, man. But I, I really dug the piece and um, it was very thought provoking. I can definitely say that it was very thought provoking, man. Great job. Uh, Queen Khadijah, what you thought about it? Yeah, I agree with you, Black, about um, making decisions for ourselves. Um, it was good to hear where you took the piece, Elizabeth, because I was like, okay, realization, okay, seems like it's going to be an epiphany type piece. Um, so I really enjoyed it. I will say it was shorter than the pieces I normally hear from you, but I feel like sometimes you can drive a point home in a very succinct way. And um, a lot of times people may just add in filler words for no reason just to make it longer. But I appreciated the fact that you just, you know, you got straight to the point and you made the impact. So it was a good piece. Yeah, definitely. What about you, Payne? What you thought about it, bro? Um, you know, this piece gave me a lot about besides self-realization kind of realization of things outside yourself right like sometimes everything ain't what it look like it is mm -hmm. sometimes things are set up to look away but it's really not that you know and maybe disappointment comes with that um and different emotions follow that realization um that's what i really got from the poem uh, that's what that's what struck me the most um just that whole thing about realizing that something ain't what you thought it was but um i appreciate that piece elizabeth thank you for coming through with that joint yeah definitely definitely 
Elizabeth woke me. She said, "Bow." She said, "Bow." I was like, "Oh, oh, what you what you know about bow?" You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you woke, huh, Elizabeth? I see you. I see you out in these streets. I, I got some culture, you know. <laughs> you know what's going <laughs> on. <laughs> I knew he was gonna laugh. <laughs> oh man! All right, man. We starting the show off lovely, man. I'm loving it. I'm loving the vibe. I'm loving how we going. And uh, let's keep this train moving. Who we got next on the mic, Paint? I know you're trying to say something. That's why I was, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to, I, I, I gave, I gave, I gave you, I gave you a couple of more seconds. I gave you a couple of more seconds. I didn't, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I let you rock, man. I gave you grace, man. Look at this. If I, if I would have said some shit. <laughs> okay. <God>. Next on, <laughs> next on the mic is Travis. Oh man, let's bring our brother Travis on up to the stage, man. <laughs> What's, what's good? What's goody? What's goody? What's good, bro? What's good with you, man? I ain't hear you in a minute, man. How you been, bro? Man, I've been grinding, man. Like, uh, just finished the Spoken Word album. We submitted that to the Grammys for consideration. All right. That's what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about, bro. Hopefully, God, you know, God willing, we get a nomination. And God willing, again, we get a Grammy, you know, we get a Grammy win. But, you know, just the fact, just learning the process of it. I realized that this Grammy shit is more politics than anything. So, you know, shameless plug. If you haven't, you know somebody that vote or can't vote, please check out Sunday Dinner. Uh, check out my Instagram for any type of information you put me in. Check out the album. You'll look, you'll really like it. I got We got Raheem Devon on the album and Kimberly Burrell. So oh, like, man, bro, man. You got to you got doing big you things. Got, you're doing big you're things, doing bro. Big things. You gotta come on over to the to the studio, man. You gotta come on over to Spoken Soul Sessions, man. Let me get an interview, man. We could do that. Uh, we can do the debut of this album, man. Talk about the album, man. Definitely, bro. Oh, definitely, definitely. We'll definitely talk about that. But yeah, yeah. But how's everything with y'all? Man? Everything's good. Ah, uh, man, we good, bro. We good, man. Yeah, Things man. Moving, we we man. still pushing, man. You still pushing. Straight up, man. What's good with you, though, man? I want to hear some poetry, fam. What's good? I mean, I got something for y'all. I got something. It's like, uh, I don't know what you niggas is running, vote. Or where you niggas is running to. Question yourself and ask who you niggas is running from. And maybe learn why you niggas is running. Running. Jim Brown ran through Jim Crow. While niggas was running from dogs and fire holes. See, Shirley Chisholm, she ran for president. Now you bitches is running the stripper poles, talking about pink pussies and brown booty holes. We was just running home, because the street lights came on. See, we was running out of time, ran after ice cream trucks. It was a race to the bumper. Are you mark? Get set. Go. I hear the sound of a starter pistol. Not the first time I ran after I heard gunshots. How you Europeans got y'all running for gold? Like, why are you not running for your mother's home while your mother is being ran out of a home? They forced entry. She's getting ran through. Stop running in my house. You either in or you out. What mama said, you letting my air out. Deflated. Got us running in place, complacent. They call it marking time. At the same time, 
I see niggas run from themselves instead of for themselves. Give praise that they made it to the finish line by themselves. Like they forgot the niggas they stepped on to get there. Forgot to be the passages called out for the footsteps that ran before you. Like you don't see these shoulders that lift you. Feels like Sankofa is our biggest issue. Cause niggas always gonna be running. March for freedom to run into a burning house. How we go from fuck the pigs to now we running from cops? The internet activists love running their mouths. I tell them have several seats. Because the real ones ain't going to sit on their weapon. You peep the reference? Y'all remember the White House burned down? And us niggas was running to go fix it? Ran overseas to fight two world wars to come back to see niggas hunting from trees, foot cut to stuff. I guess them niggas can't run no more. Then we ran to Vietnam. To give napalm to gongs while they were just brave enough to fight their courier. To come back to see the police running y'all down in streets or Black Panther or roads. That nigga was forced to run back to Wakanda, back to our imagination, back to isolations. Others was forced to run to a crack pipe. How they were so quick to run and call it another war. I guess we should have did what that white lady said and just said no, right? I see niggas run for office, run dribbling balls, carrying balls, carrying batons, run so niggas can dance around boxing rings, run so niggas can have a dream. They say we was too dumb to throw a ball. Funny, I see a nigga run a pig skin for a red skin win a Super Bowl, but they still don't give him no credit at all. Not the first time I see a nigga moonwalk, no Michael. I see niggas run out of breath. For a knee on his neck. For too much weight on his chest. I still don't know why Sandra Bland stopped breathing. I guess we might not ever know. I would have told her to run. Like, you know, like a scary movie. You better run, bitch. I see a nigga run so fast. He ran faster than the first nigga that started running. With a boat. Had Jim Hines, a proud member of the color folk. Secretly showing them who it is. But they don't like to call us by our names. Like to call us girls and boys, niggas and bitches, hoes and thugs. Feels like they running out of names to call us. So they shoot first and reload after they run out of bullets. It's like they love to kill black and brown folk that run to this country for freedom and I wonder what folk. Because we just running out of space. Reboot our systems before we reach mental exhaustion. Feels like we running off of fumes. I mean, America loves the gaslighting. Just check the gas prices. And I still don't know what you niggas is running for. Or where you niggas is running to. Have you answered the question and asked who you niggas is running from and maybe learn why you niggas is running? Here's some introspect. Stop running. I'm just free talking. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Wow, Travis. Wow, man. Uh, let's unpack this. What's the official name of this piece? I don't really like to name these pieces, but uh, my girl, she named it Running Niggas. So, uh, Great niggas. minds think alike. 
because I was thinking along the same line. That's the first thing I got on my pad. Running niggas. And uh, I thought this was absolutely brilliant. I thought it was brilliant. I love the I love the parallel you use. All of the parallels you use with the running. Niggas running out of time. Niggas, you know what I'm saying? Running, running from, running to. You know, uh, niggas is always running. I remember that movie Django. I don't know if you guys remember that movie Django, but there's a scene in that movie where they get to the plantation, the candy plantation, and um, they walking, and the overseer is walking them. He said, niggas don't walk around here. Niggas run. Run, nigga. And uh, I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow. It's, so, it's, it's just a poem within a poem, you know? Uh, it's funny. My brother Payne got this poem called uh, New Nigga. You know what I'm saying? New Nigga. And in this poem, he illustrates all of the things, you know, that we do, you know, as opposed to back then in the days to now. Still doing the same shit. Niggas are still running. Still running. Where are we running from? Or what are we running to? I love the question that you posed in this piece, man. This was brilliant. This was brilliant. I thought it was very impactful, man. And um uh wow, man. Wow, it was just so much. It was just so much. It, it's kind of reminiscent of another poem that I heard from Saint Nehemiah, Run Nigga Run. With that same intensity. And I just thought the question asking in this, you know, it spoke volumes to the sentiment of the poem. Great job, Travis. Great job. Uh, Khadijah, what you thought about this queen? Hey, Travis. Good to see you, first of all. What's good, Khadijah? Big What's good? You know, I know Travis the singer. <laughs> um, now I'm getting acquainted with Travis the poet. Um, but y'all, he has Zuri out, which is my favorite by him. He also has brown skin. I don't know. Uh, Black Pain, do y'all know Travis the singer, too? Oh, I didn't know Travis to sing. I definitely know Travis the poet, but mm. I didn't know Travis to sing. I didn't know you'd be doing your hoo's. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know. Yes, he does all of that. You can't be blowing <laughs> people up, Khadijah. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is the brother is multi-talented, you definitely. know? Multi-talented. You super aware of what's going on around him, and uh, he incorporates those things into his content. And I really like what you did with this piece, Travis. You know, from Mouthpiece bringing us to remembrance about Trayvon Martin to you mentioning Sandra Bland, who mysteriously died in her cell and was found hanged after she was stopped and arrested for a traffic stop, which she should have never been arrested, but whatever. Um, I feel like tonight y'all are waking it up. Like, I'm loving it. Keep waking it up. And Travis, you already know I'm a fan of yours from your music to everything else, you know? So, love it. I love it. Payne, what you thought about it, bro? Man, this kept getting better as the poem went on. Man, it just kept growing and growing. You way in the matrix, bro. What else is new? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. <laughs> I keep telling you, man, man, you got to get rid of that cricket there service. There we go. Get rid of the there cricket service, man. You My went from man. Metro PTS. My man got Metro shit PS. Yeah, there Metro piece of go. shit. <laughs> Don't worry, man, because when they come, when they do come, all y'all iPhone microchip muffs, they coming to get y'all first. They don't know why I'm at. Man, I'm making safe. I ain't got a good signal. They can't find me. Travis, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, man. I do appreciate your artistry. And uh, thank you for coming through and sharing that one, bro. 
Hey man, and, uh, thank y'all for having me. Thank y'all for having me. Y'all make sure y'all check out Sunday dinner. Shout out to Missy for, for dropping the link in the chat. You feel me? Oh, I'm um, definitely on that. That's the name of the album, Sunday's Dinner. Yes, yeah, su- Sunday Dinner. It was produced by Mr. Sir Bill Dorsey, and like it got a lot of heavy hitters. It got a lot of weight to it. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, I'm um, I'm, I'm on that, bro. I'm on I'm that, like, bro. Tracks on the album, so yeah, yeah. So like, it's 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 a dope piece. You feel what I'm saying? And then um, you know. Uh, Jamila, my album is coming out in January, so I'm working on that right now. So y'all just keep y'all in on the streets. Sunday dinner is about to be a tour too, so the first show is in Detroit, and then I think we got another show in DC. Like, so we're gonna be out and about. So we're gonna be in the city near you, coming soon for real, for real. That's what it is. I just copied the link, and I threw it in my notes. I'm definitely going to check that out, bro. Definitely. All right, man. Uh, Payne, we got time for one more before the intermission. We definitely do. Okay, okay, all right. Who we got next on the mic? Oh, we setting it off lovely in the first half of the show. Uh, all right. Hold on, hold on. I got I, I got disconnected for a second right there. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? You know what it is? What happened? It might be too much Matrix, Joe. That's the gods telling you, leave pain be sometimes, man. Leave pain be. That's the Orishas. <laughs> word, word. I'm chewing over there. I'm plugging your shit. <laughs> I got you, man. He's up on the jokes. He's up on the Geritol jokes. Uh, all right. Who we got next right. on the mic? <laughs> next on the mic. Listen, you got Khadija up here. It's not about to turn the on beat through Z, man. Because I'll leave, man. You listen, Don't want to hear about no, no Al Green. Y'all let her spit her poem, and that's it. We're not about to... Do all that. We're not we, about to do all that. But hold on. We didn't, what you call it? We didn't make no mention of none of that. We didn't make no mention of none of that. I'm making mention of it. <laughs> Next it on the mic is Candy Baby. Oh, that's why you made mention of it. Let's bring all Candy Baby up to the stage. You know what I mean? I know, I know why you hate it. He hate it because it is. Let's go. rocking with the best. Candy baby. Yeah, he that's what he ain't know, man. Yeah, R&B through Z is in the building, man. You don't want us to form Voltron. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got all the lines up in here, but you know what I'm saying? It could go down, I think man. down there. I think LM down there. Oh, LM down there? Yeah, yeah. Voltron is fully. We here, we here. Wow, Voltron is in the building. Voltron in the building. You know how we do. You know how we do. What's good, man? What's good with your candy B? With the oh R B T. Feeling good. Then I got a little upset, you know, but I'm not gonna let colonizers do what colonizers do and knock me off my shit. So and I don't wanna bring that energy here. I am gonna just perform my little piece. Mm. Um Pain and I had a challenge. Oh, that's oh, right. That is correct. That is correct. I gave the challenger a challenge this week. Um, I gave it to him last week, actually, actually, but I was working on my thesis statement, so I couldn't get my half done. Um, for Black Poetry Week, we gave each other our favorite male and female Black poet. His was Eric Moore and Sonny Patterson. Mm. And we had to write a piece collaborating somewhat of the psyche of both poets. Mm. And we gave each other a topic. 
his topic to me was love. Mine's was immortality. Where my piece at, Pain? Where mm. my piece at? Where she stepped to you, Pain. Like, like you ain't like, like you ain't about your business, man. You got well, your she piece. Ain't known, she ain't known me that long. She didn't know. She didn't know. She didn't know how you give it up. She didn't know you write pieces. You write pieces in three minutes. And she didn't know that. <laughs> my piece. Okay. So, uh, you know, it's your turn. It's ladies first. So, by all means, um, I want to hear this piece. So. She's doing, um, she's doing, I gave her We Made It by Sonny Patterson mm, and Easy. I love that piece. By Eric Moore. And Easy by E. Moore? So, easy by Eric Moore. Oh, man. This is so going she's to be supposed to, crazy. Yeah, so this is going to be interesting. Candy <laughs> Baby, you got the mic. Okay. And I don't write about love, so I kind of challenged myself a little bit to try to write a love piece. Y'all remember last time I called myself writing a love piece. And this is called, We Made Love Easy. Let's make love easy. I want to make love easy. Interchangeable energy that vibrates for an eternity. Sink in the ambiance of the feeling. Simultaneously heartbeats synchronized beautiful melodies composed by love. Flow like rivers through your spirit. Pray with you, for you, and over you. Listen to your ambitions. The God in you deserves a queen that believes in the lessons from your failures as she relishes in your successes. A vault that holds the key to your innermost secrets and vulnerabilities. Shoulder when the world attempts to strip you of your brilliance. Tissue for your tears. Let's make love easy. Teach me the virtues of submission, how to be a woman that compliments your magnificence, reflects the glory of your wisdom, mirrors your gallant bravado, a crescendo of your resilience. Feed me mentally. Don't bind trauma, unbind healing, pour into me, protect me. Words are powerful, practice open communication. Nourish me, flourish in my body as we become one. Explore me. Take hold of me, guide me to ecstasy. Make love easy. Let's make love easy. Blend families, magnificence of you, me, plus our seeds rooted in the perfection of our unity. Emboldens love, black magically. Making love easy. Make love easy. Make love easy say i do i do i do i do want to make love easy with you yes i do candy baby what was shit like that shit like that shit like that that. (laughs) (laughs) you funny now what happened was when i switched sound banks when what you call was up here i had switched sound banks uh, Candy Baby, I played her, her what'd you call it? And I didn't, yeah, and that I was that Queen Latifah Rhapsody. It played two chords. That was that Queen Latifah Rhapsody. No, no, that wasn't, that wasn't, that, that wasn't was of Queen Latifah Rhapsody. That was something. What that was? That was, that was, that was, that was the Rundown King, uh, instru- uh intro. <laughs> you probably sampled it. Um, Candy, <laughs> that was, that was epic. That was epic. I'm very familiar. That's my, f- first of all, we made it. It's probably my favorite poem ever. Um, easy 
that's one of my favorite emo poems. I'm very familiar with both of those poems. I thought you meshed them together very well. Mm. I thought your delivery of it was good. I thought you gave a good delivery of it. Um, I know the dogs threw you off a little bit, so I'm not going to jump on you. But um, that was dope, man. I got to give it to you. That was dope. I got a pack of rock wilders that I feed gunpowder. I heard the rock wilders in the back. You know what I'm saying? So they can devour through the criminals trying to drop a decimal nickel. This piece right here, I caught the easy from e But I was trying to find the parallel between the We Made It from Sonny Patterson. I was looking for something, some remnant of the We Made It from Sonny Patterson. It didn't shine through like that for me the uh sunny patterson portion but i definitely got the easy portion from uh from eric moore i thought this poem was beautiful man i thought it was beautiful the one the 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 line that stood out to me the most was make love easy make love easy and um just looking at it you know it got so many different meanings make love easy you know, uh, a lot of times we make love hard with our hangups and our little expectations that we may have, preconceived thoughts, you know what I mean, about people. And, um, you know, make love easy. I think that's the key. I think that's a mantra right there. It's definitely a T-shirt, and I, and, I, and I really resonate with it. I thought you did a great job, man. It was a beautiful poem. K-Diva, what you thought about it? Well... First of all, Candy Baby, I'm changing my black woman grunt to, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would never do the uh-uh for you. <laughs> That's an inside joke for those non-R&B through Z people, but y'all, y'all, y'all find out real soon. But the piece was very vulnerable, and I love uh, that you're challenging yourself and not allowing yourself to be limited to one genre or one style. And it was also impressive that you stayed in character while that dog was barking in the back. But uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to know you, girl. I just encourage you to keep doing you, keep looking good, keep feeling good, keep smelling good, all that. R&B through Z in the building, period. In the building, if you in didn't know. In the period. Thank you, K-Diva with the fever. And um, I will see y'all next Saturday. No, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Selector. Hold on. Me yeah. have a poem. Me have a poem for your challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, don't go nowhere. Need, don't go nowhere. I'm right here. All right, so look. These two poems she gave me were short, and that's why this was challenging for me. <laughs> because these were very short poems. You know what I mean? So I'm going to read both of them before I do my piece because that's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to read them. So if I got this name right, it's uh, County Cullen. County right? Cullen, bro, County you get it Cullen. right, man. That's 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 the Harlem Renaissance right there, man. County right. Cullen, let's go. Okay, so this poem is called A Brown Girl Dead. Mm. All right. With two white roses on her breast, white candles at head and feet, dark Madonna of the grave she rests. Lord Death has found her sweet. Her mother pawned her wedding ring to lay her out in white. She'd be so proud she'd dance and sing to see herself tonight. And poem. 
The other poem that she gave me was short. It wasn't as short as that, but it was short too. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. All right. This poem was called uh, Lines Composed on the Body Politics, and it's by Rita, Do Rita Dove. Charting of each dawn's resolutions, less than each evening's trickle of doubt, less than a crown's weight in, a sil in silver, a diamond scratch against glass, less than the touted ill luck of my rich beginnings, and yet more than Eve silence my mute ingratitude, more than music safe passage and rapturous net, more than the stockpile of words, their liquid solicitude, more desired than praise, the least prized of my dreams, less real than dream and castle keep for my sins, more than no more, which seems much less than hoped for against one mutiny quelled, one wish lost a forgotten treasure, to live without scrutiny beyond constant measure and poem. So, yo, man, them poems, them poems, you know what I'm saying? Them poems were short, but they was kind of deep. I was like, yo, candy baby, yo, this, should you be read? Yes, you be stuff I be reading. <laughs> Don't give me no more challenges after this one. I, mean, I ain't playing with you. No, I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. All right. <clears throat> so this poem, um, so uh, this poem is called Immortality, More Than Breath, Able to Inhale While Inhale DNA Internalized Lies, Them Groundkeepers, Them Groundkeepers Don't Compromise, and I Have Forgotten the Language My Muse Use. Just shattered pieces, left in pieces. I tried to divide so I can find where the peace of my peace resides, so I can spear it off and hear it clearly in the drums I succumb to. They're, they're there, speckles of white, and their great-grandchildren drink from my grandmother's deep, melanated rings of life sweeter than the amazing sounds of grace. That's why them pale children still here, ask them. Go, ask them about their mortality. As for we, me, us, nothing but ashes to dust, carved into us, me, we, rope burns, mutilated, cotton, calcified yet calloused fingers burned bruised to the soil i ain't never seen no death though only the body get killed exhale we are held keepers of the garden buried beneath it but these ain't no graves these are these are sepulchres where ancestors are not dormant for this is what life is adorned with legacies forever still yet and still but still we remain still in the roots of the trees they still live within sacred memories and they are the 
reason. I have reason. So when you see them, stop them and reason. Ask them. Ask them about our immortality. That was running pain. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Yonder Marco, Marco. Yonder Marco, Marco. So what say you, Candy Baby? Did he pass? Oh my God, he passed with flying colors. Um, he he meshed both of the poems very well. Um, he found the depths in it. Um, yeah, you 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 get an A plus, sir. Thank you very much. Um, mouthpiece, you owe mm. me a sonnet. You next. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a dope piece, bro. That was a dope piece, man. Uh, and especially, you know what I'm saying, from coming from a legend like County Cullen, man. Uh, yeah, man, I thought you did a great job with that, King, for real. Thank you. All right, so now it should be time for that intermission. Am I correct? Yeah, on the dot, on the dot. On the dot, on the dot. All right, so we're going to take a quick intermission. Uh, if you guys... If you guys, uh, you know what I'm saying, this is a time where you can just go uh, get your refreshments, you know what I'm saying, you got to you gotta do some things or whatever, you know what I'm saying, stretch your legs, you know, walk it out, you know. Uh, you want to roll something up? <laughs> you want to roll something up, you know what I'm saying, you want to, you know what I'm saying, you got your papers and all that, get, get your life together, man. We're going to go on this intermission, man, and uh, we're going to be right back after these messages. Black Panther, if Killmonger was born in Baltimore and never found Wakanda. I heard his heartbeat sounded like a war drum, sounded like a club mix mixed for a tribal dance, an A-year echoed out of an ancient memory. Baltimore raised him, but Wakanda couldn't save him. A Sankofa bird and a raven, shadow boxing at the intersection of self-hatred and Lock Raven. I seen him over west one day. Looking for a used day pass, sipping a half and half, filled with his own regrets. They say he was half real nigga and half hotep, a little extra swag and a dagger in his step. So he named his 22 Mbaku and made him bark at the block. Wasa, wasa, every time white cops showed up talking that nonsense, nigga, what? Cause the marks on his chest weren't for the kills that he got, but a memorial in his flesh for every one of his close friends who have been shot in the comic books. His mother is a bit of a mystery. In Baltimore, the vibranium she injected into her veins eventually made her a memory. And after his dad's death, he got lost in foster care. Seemed like nobody in this community cared, or even batted a tearful eye. Funny how Wakanda feels a lot like America sometimes. Syndrome of what happens when the power of the people gets stripped away. So he lands with death at his side, looks at in his eyes and told him what I challenge shit was over with, holding a revolution in one hand and the throat of a black woman in the other. However, had his community served as his heart-shaped herb, who knows it might have occurred. Maybe could have learned to do more with his words or make safe the streets, use youth as a resource, lead us into a beautiful struggle instead of being the cause of it. Maybe could have ceased to fire and made murder spots safer with his tears. He could have saved a dope boy from dying, even if the only life that he saved was his. And if I'm being honest, the character reminds me not of a killmonger, but more so Wallace from The Wire or Oscar in Oakland, less victim-made villain and more so black boy made broken. 
There is an African proverb that states, if a child isn't initiated into the village, that child will return and burn the village just to feel its warmth. But what happens when the village is the very thing that makes you burn? This is the point in the poem where the character of Eric stops being fictional for me. All I can see is a little Freddie or Tyrone, an unidentified name on a homicide list. What if in the midst of trying to find home inside some ancient mystical myth, he found out he had actually already been in Wakanda the entire time to begin with? What if all it took to make Wakanda forever was for us to make Wakanda together? But that's the type of talk that turns killmongers into kill martyrs. Drowning in an Atlantic-sized ocean of his own blood and regrets, another sun undone on the shores of his own set, the ancestors with their arms stretched, wondering if you'll ever see the sunset. All I need is a pen to begin to illustrate these similes and metaphors that lies in the crevices of my mind. All I need is time to construct these sentences that destruct these stigmas that have stamped our sons with the concept that this is all we are. All I need are these pages. To preserve these paragraphs that place us above and beyond our potential. So this pen is essential and even therapeutic because I use it to heal the wounds of the weary, underprivileged, and downtrodden. Those forgotten when this pie was divided. So my pen is a supplement like insures to ensure our thoughts are nourished. Because they furnish our communities with fried foods and liquors. Maybe they figure niggas die quicker from ulcers and cirrhosis of the liver. But my pen is here to deliver us from that fate. And I can't wait to see us shine. But bear in mind, I'm not a prophet. But I pray my words can profit us by awakening the giants in our subconscious so that we can rise like Lazarus and claim our inheritance. Yo, all I need is a pen to defend some of the actions my kith and kin fall in at times. They fall short sometimes. The thicker the grind seems to cloud their mind and impede their judgment. And who can blame them? Because there's no denying when your stomach is touching your ribs that your ability to give a second to weigh out the ramifications of your actions is only a fraction of its peak. So don't speak to me about how we are all equal. That cellophane game is see-through. This society don't give a fuck about me or you, but my pen is sincere. And this ink bear witness that this gift is intended to uplift you and me. And for our progeny to come, let them rewind these verses and find comfort that we were the pioneers of this generation. And we gave birth to free thinkers just like us. And just like us, they'll thrust their pens on the surface of the pages of life and breathe ink. Different shades, different hues, different ideals and different views, but They'll be the same. And just like ink, all they'll need is a pen. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that.
it all it all starts with a spark he knows she's cute magnetically drawn by physical attributes but what happens flirting turns long nights are endless yapping about similar interests something in this heart flutters stutters long pauses soon someone you've lived without now someone you can't seem to live without no doubt this is what love's about hand holding strolling long glances pointless kisses the bliss is this a couple now coupled a few years stripped of prs they now see who the me are or we are altering altering who we are but commitment is spent on making the time worth it perfect now now you're a family love eclipsed by a partnership a priority shift this child a gift substantiation of love's creation and no facts she no longer she no longer who you're used to and she knows she knows you don't look like you used to but he she i mean it's the we that we're used to plus his existence is useful so after the rain is the love still intact I mean, he loved you through it all, and she loves you for that. But do opposites really attract, or is being on the same page come with age? When you built so much at this stage, because who really knows what a love life looks like? I mean, <laughs> me personally, I don't know that Ben and Jerry were friends. I don't know if Ben and Jerry were in love. What I do know is that they made life sweeter together. And maybe in the end, well, that's all that really matters. That was running pain. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Yonder Marco, Marco. Yonder Marco, Marco. All right. All right. All right. Now, this second half, you know, Payne had his challenges and all of that. Come through. I got a challenge from Payne. I got a challenge from Payne. But uh, I have a challenge of my own. <laughs> I have a challenge of my own. Uh, we know that Khadijah, she's doing her natural hair summit next week. And uh, we will be giving three tickets out tonight, free tickets for the most impactful poems. Uh, but uh, I challenged Khadijah. I challenged her. She has a poem that she was trying to memorize. No paper, you know, no phone. You know, this is the, the, that, that extra level of, of the art of spoken word, whereas, you know, you're not going on no stage with no props. I don't know where is that, how, how it is in other places. 
But uh, in New York, they got a rule at certain spots where you can't bring props up to the stage, you know, and phones is considered a prop. You get disqualified for that. So you got to spit your poem, you know what I'm saying, from the from the heart. And uh, so I challenge our sister Khadijah, you know, she's been working on this poem. And uh, tonight is your challenge in front of all of these people on Iron Sharpeth Iron. You will do your poem without the assistance of no reading material, no phones, no prompts, no nothing. Just from the head. Are you ready, Queen? I am ready. All right. Let me give you the proper introduction you deserve. Coming to the stage. Let's give a warm, warm welcome for our sister, the creator of Curls and Convo, Natural Hair Summit, the lovely Khadijah. Crack is whack. Yeah, you heard me. I didn't stutter. I said crack is whack. Breaking bad, stuck in the maze of a chemical labyrinth. Told mama at a young age, I wanted my hair to lay straight like all the other girls my age. Somehow kinky became the arch enemy and creamy was the epitome of all things straight and acceptable. The scratch of matchsticks scorched my scalp, treated my scabs with aloe vera gel. The chemical burns eventually healed, but the way I was burned, cause I wandered right into the gaping mouth of hell. That month of August, I found myself in an entanglement. God as my witness, I hated the process as white was applied to my black strands. Somehow the process, although overly processed, just seemed to make sense. But then again, white has a tendency to push its sentiment on me that my hair is rebellion because it's not wavy. You are a risk to me. This set off the catalyst in the pursuit of my own happiness. Through my ancestry, I could trace back my roots. The very essence of me is rooted in so much illustrious history. And my natural hair is my glory, my crowning jewel. Last time I checked, this is chess, not checkers. Checkmate, queen me. At age 16, I freed my hair and found my sovereignty. Never looked back to that nasty, creamy crack, cause crack is whack. Crack is cheap. You see, I am too regal to do crack. I am otherworldly. My hair naturally defies gravity. I'm definitely not your average, nor your ordinary, but the world doesn't see my hair as value, and my natural curl texture is somehow a hazard, but you are a risk to me. In the grand scheme of things, I'm boldly devalued, emphasizing their rhetoric through italics. Listen, I'm gonna need you to relax, cause your relaxers no longer interest me. And what's really interesting through this hair journey, there's this unique dichotomy. Y'all see what I have on today? 
This regal on my skin is divinity. Yes, I have a head of beautiful, healthy, natural hair under here. For some reason, people seem to fear the unknown because I don't comply to your societal norms. Yes, that question has been asked. Do you have hair? Because you can't physically see my hair. Me, as a Muslim woman, beautifully adorned under a veil, being covered somehow affects you is revolting. Protecting my energy is self-preservation, not self-indulgence. I use my difference to make a difference. You see, what makes me different is what makes me me. And why is my hair such a topic of conversation? In the freest country in the world, black women are held hostage as we stare into the evil eye of discrimination. And yes, natural hair discrimination is a form of racism, is running rampant in corporate America and in innumerable workplaces. Transition does not start with a hairstyle. It starts with our mindset. They call it nappy because they don't understand it. So, let's play a game of truth or dare. I dare you to remove the kinks from your mind, not our hair. Our hairstyles are a way to embrace our identities from our cornrows to our bantu knots, our Afro styles and our goddess locks. <laughs> Each style holds a symbolic meaning of expression Natural hair is not a fad, it's a revolution. In conclusion, close your books, it's time for a pop quiz. The first and only question is, why do you consider my natural hair unprofessional and unruly? Cause truly, your perception of me was never my responsibility. It has become clear to me that you, you, not my hair, you are a risk to me. Deej. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Wow, man. Wow. You got a couple of t-shirts in this poem right here. There's a couple of t-shirts in this poem. Oh, my goodness. You know, take the kinks out of your mind, not out of my hair. That's, uh, this was profound, but let's get to the business of it. I thought you showed mastery over the piece. You know, uh, I didn't find it rushed. Because sometimes when we when we are memorizing pieces, you know, we try to rush through it to get through those parts that we're, we're cloudy on, you know. And um, I thought you did a masterful job in, in presenting this poem, unrushed, and it showed me you had real mastery over it. There was no parts that was rushed or, or just, you know, you know or for, for, the, for the purpose of memoriza memorization. You know, everything was in detail. Uh, I thought you performed this poem magnificently. Uh, I can tell you have it. You definitely have this. So um, I'm giving you, I'm giving you a grade of an A plus because I, I really believe you have this poem. 
and um you know all the inflections everything was there and it was unrushed so it, it definitely shows me you have mastery over it Payne, what you thought about it i really like the poem a lot man um just the context of the poem. Uh, I think you you said a uh, relax on my uh, your, your relaxing don't interest me. I thought that was witty as hell. I dug it, but um, we don't got no proof, man. We ain't see you, uh, uh, Khadija. You could have been reading on paper. She got, right? We don't know. <laughs> she, she gonna we have don't proof. know. She gonna have proof next week, man. Next week at the Natural Hair Summit, she will be performing this poem for all. I'm gonna be looking at that Zoom. Make sure you got the widescreen. Don't try to hide a notebook in your lap or none she of that, Khadija. I'm gonna be looking. <laughs> I'm gonna be watching. Ain't no crutches over here. That's that right. Was straight from the dome. That's right Thank from you, the Black. dome. The most death. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Let me tell you something. This is real shit. This is real shit I'm about to say. If anybody can bully somebody to memorize a poem, <laughs> it is poetic. <laughs> Promise you, I didn't know one poem to save my life. That's all fast. Till I met this man. So good job, Khadija. I'm just I'm just messing. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. And Black, listen, uh, by the way, Payne, I was like, I told him, I said, um, I don't think I'm going to have this thing memorized. I'm going to I'm gonna have, to, <laughs> have to read it. He was like, mm -mm, no, you're going to have it memorized. How much time we got? Okay, let's get down to it. Like, you're going to watch. You're going to have it. Thanks. So uh, that's what happened. And uh, thank you for challenging me, Black, because... You know, I, I tend to rely on the on the on the uh, little notes here, you know, but uh, closed all that out tonight. And I just have faith that I was I was going to, you know, know it. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You definitely got it. Yes. You definitely got it. I'm a, and I, next week you'll have proof pain. That's you'll right. <laughs> you'll be there. You'll be there in the building. We'll be there yeah, in the she building. She keep using the word challenge. You challenge her. I call it what it is. Bullying. <laughs> Black <laughs> will bully you to memorize a poem. You got two days. You got it. Memorize. Read it again. Do it again. Spit it again. He's a that's great fact. teacher, too. Of like, I appreciate that. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact of what he does to memorize his. And then, you know, I just started really like having that in my, in my, imagine, like imagining the piece and imagining what, not even imagining what comes next, but just getting into the emotion and the passion of where I was when I wrote the piece. Mm. And from there it was like flowing. I was like, so I was surprised myself the first time I showed I, I was like, okay, let me, let me just do this. I may not have it, but let's see. And I had it and he was like, dope, you know? So. <laughs> Y'all challenge yourselves. Don't be afraid to challenge ourselves. That's right. That's the whole purpose of this. I ain't shop if I ain't. We want to, you know, take it to the extreme, man. You know, never become complacent in your artistry. You know, it's always room for growth. It's always room for new endeavors. You know, just go, you know, hard, man. Just go hard trying to be better than you was yesterday, man. That's the whole purpose. It's the motivation of this show. Uh, so I love it. I love it. I, I love you guys coming with the challenges. And um, so many different scribes is pushing their pen. You know, it's not about an ego thing. It's about just the true love and art, the, the love of the art form, you know, um, just to push it to the extreme. So, yeah. And it's like I tell y'all, man, if y'all want to challenge, man, hit me up. 
I'm written in paint everywhere. You can hit my email, written in paint Gmail. Hit me up. Find me. I'm on Instagram. Hit me up. Paint, yo. Give me a challenge and I got you. Facts. I'm gonna give you some I'm gonna give you something crazy too. He got them for days. He got challenges for days. <laughs> for days. They don't end. And <laughs> they're unended. Grand Grill season two. Grand Grill season two on the on the horizon. On the Y'all horizon. Get ready. On the Y'all horizon. Get ready. It's going down. Y'all get it's going ready. down. Another belt. Another another journey. You know, and now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> Definitely. All right, bro. Let's get back. All right, let's get to it. Cause listen, bro, the list is live. Y'all know 11:30. We closing our hand raising. Make sure you put iron in the chat if you want to spit. I see a few people down there. I like to hear put oh, iron definite. in the chat. But next on the mic, listen. I know this brother. Talked a lot of women into being his potential baby muffers. Okay, I know it. I know it. Imagine if he was. Imagine if he had this voice in elementary school. <laughs> Excuse me, Miss Washington. I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> go ahead, Timothy. Go ahead, Timothy. You could go to the bathroom. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh man, we already know who it is, man. Come on up to the next stage. on the mic is the one and only Mr. Whispers. Let's go. Oh, how y'all folks doing, man? Yo, y'all got me crying over here in the audience, <laughs> man. Y'all got it going on over here, man. I love this, man. Um, I got some new ink. Um. This is called blues. Mm, let's go. Uh, um, it already sounds dope. Do your thing. <laughs> let's get it. Keep your head to the sky. Oh. All my life I've been trying to put Skies in my blues. I choose to fly frequently in no-fly zones, shot down by judgment. They disgusted with my chemtrails, because I just might touch the sky. But my blues comes in many shapes and sizes, twists, turns, and surprises, elevations and demises, disguises, setbacks, and conquers. I'm grown now, so I speak to my own monsters to make it through. I mean, why is sadness related to blue? Don't color me bad. I'm just going through some shit to get to some shit. I refuse to lose in the red, white, and blues. I govern my emotions accordingly to obtain my blessings, stretching lessons for testimony. Only God knows the color of my heart, let alone my skin. So when I lose, I win. I believe in my indigos. Every one of my blues count as stripes of life to show true color. Love, happiness, in spite of fails, prevails, in and exhales. I fishtail on dry land to stand straight. Take my blues by the horns and ride to my success where misty ain't blue. There's no hues of trauma, mental extortion, self-mutilation. We making history and victories of champions that run with the wolves. I pull to refresh myself to continue to do what I do. Maybe one day I can touch the sky. Hell is packed with egos. We only got one shot for free throws. It's game time and you at your blue line. Can you still slam dunk when punks jump up to get beat when you beat down? 
I asked, where my brothers is at? And what color is that? Are you blue because you see red? I'm not in between. I crossed on the green when life stepped on my blue suede shoes. Walk on by, foolish pride. That's all that I have left, so let me hide. Whisper loudly. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Wow. Wow, Mr. Whispers. Oh, man. The blues, man. We all got them. I got the blues from my hue. You made some dope-ass parallels in this piece, man. One line that stuck out to me, you said, hell is packed with egos. Yeah. Hell is packed with egos. That's a t-shirt. You know, uh, very thought-provoking, man. Very thought-provoking. And I'm, I really dug the parallel that you made between the red and the blue. Are you blue because you see red? I thought that was witty as hell, man. I thought that was witty as hell, man. This was a dope piece, man. And um, very thought-provoking. In fact, so much so that uh, I'm nominating this piece, man. I'm nominating this piece for, for one of those free tickets. Uh, Deja, what you, what you thought about it? Oh, snap, Mr. Whispers. First of all, let me just say... <laughs> That is why you are one of our featured poets at the Curls and Convo Natural Hair Summit. Oh, you, man. He had to be with the dickens. My bad. He going to be there. <laughs> he going to be there. But he actually, what's funny is that I, I hosted a room, my room, last Sunday. And I did a competition. And he won a ticket for someone else. Wow. <laughs> in my room. Because he already, you know, he won a ticket for someone else. I thought that was pretty cool. But super dope. Super. And, uh, you know. Mr. Whispers, I always tell you anytime you come to the mic, um, I feel like uh, you give us something to really hold on to um, your wisdom, your impact, everything. But even the way that you come at a piece is just pretty much indescribable. And it's, it's so it's so signature to your style that only you can do it. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. <laughs> oh, man, thank you. I'm a fan of y'all's, too. You know what I mean? Um. I was glad I, I won that ticket because I, I gave it to my sister. My sister uh, has been suffering with alopecia. Mm. So um, I was like, yo, there's alopecia specialist that's going to be there. So you need to be there too. Dope. And, uh, yeah. Dope. Absolutely. Payne, what you thought about this piece? Yo, um, this my favorite. This my new favorite piece from this guy. Mm. Um, I... It was, it was, yo, Mr. Yo, you got, you need production behind your shit, bro. I'm telling you, because some jazz or some blue shit behind this track, man, this shit got level. Yo, bro, you, you, you're dope, man. I, I, like, you're dope, man. And this shit right here is, is like, this is, this just shows how, this is one of those poems you, you have in your arsenal that just shows how talented and how well-rounded you are. I dug listening to this. I enjoyed this, man. I wish I had this, like, as an MP3. I run it back, man. Me and you gonna talk, man, because you know what I'm saying? I'm feeling like, 
I'm feeling like your man from Beach Street. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to get Double K to DJ the party at the Roxy. Me and you going to talk, Mr. Whispers. <laughs> He's showing his age, y'all. He went back to Beach Street. Uh, Mind your saying? business, Black. Mind your business, Black. I'm talking to Mr. Whispers. Mind your business. Don't be aging, people. Everybody got streaming devices. Everybody got HBO Max. It don't matter about no age. <laughs> Hey man, I um I, I sent my number to Khadijah to um pass to the Iron Sharp House. You feel me? Um, please give me a call, man. We do need to talk. You know what I'm saying? You know it's hard to get uh uh production behind you when some people that say they want to be behind you actually envy you and hate you at mm. the same damn time. Man, you know it's all love over here, man. We trying to push poetry to the forefront. I'm going to get your digits, man. We going to work. Facts. Hey, man, let's get it. Oh, man. Yeah, dope piece, man. Dope piece, man. Whispers come. You, you, you made the title last week. In fact, I got to put that. I got to put nah, that. Nah, and again, and again, blue, again, this week again, he going to make the title. That's my vote, man. I, I matter too, man. Don't act different because Khadijah <laughs> up here, Black. I'm not playing. Don't act. <laughs> well, look, look, I, I, I was, I was, uh, I was going to nominate whispers for the uh for the tickets and uh i'm saying you know i don't think there's no rule against the fact that he can't win the ticket and give it away so uh my nomination stands anybody would second that nomination oh i definitely think he should get the tickets man no it's no question all right that's it that so you know what i'm saying uh uh two majority vote anyway only needed one second to that and uh all right Oh, Mr. Whispers, you want another ticket. So I hope you got somebody else that you can give a ticket to, man. Y'all, y'all get chummy up with, yes. with Mr. Whispers, man. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of ladies out there, you know what I'm yep. saying? You know, he got a deep baritone and all that, man. You know what I'm saying? Get, you know Mr. Whispers <laughs> already got all the ladies, man. Matter of fact, me and him going to the bar, man. We're going to play Shot Brother. Shot Brother? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, uh, man, definitely. All right, Miss Whisper, you scored those tickets, man. We got two more to give away, man. We got two more to give away. So if you haven't put iron in the chat, throw iron in the chat. Let's go. Who we got next on the mic, bro? Damn, I wasn't even ready. Yo, that piece, yo. Fuck you I up. swear, man. Yeah. It ain't no rule saying you can't win twice in a row, Black. That's true. That's true. I agree. I concur. I if you heard. dope, you dope. You Fuck dope, it. You dope, you dope, you dope. You know what I'm saying? Next on the mic is Simba. Uh, let's bring Simba on up to the stage. What's up? What's up? What's going on, Simba? How you, how you been, bro? I've been, I've been. Yeah, bro, I've been chilling, bro. How about you? How about you? Oh, man, I've been good, man. I've been good, man. What you got for the people tonight? Yeah, let's get it. Uh, <clears throat> Look, before you cross me, they call me the streets. You better stay on the sidewalk because you ain't made for me. <laughs> you ain't heard about the news? The people that been consumed by the local neighborhood, they game banging on me and you. Knock, knock, who that? It's probably the cops. All I hear is sirens and helicopters above us. Who's that? And a black mass, I heard they killed black. 
only thing I hear is about the stories from the hood and from the past. The nightmares of my dreams is coming back. I can't believe they took Jordan away from us. The hood memories, the stories tell lighting candles as they visualize the memories that we had. Rolling up a blunt back to back. I wish my dog was here. Why we keep on killing each other, brother? Ain't we supposed to be here for each other? You know, the white man gun is down too. Beat us black and beat us, beat us black and brown like they trying to change our nationality too. What's a black man supposed to do? What you mean I can't run from you? I mean, I can't run to you for help. I got to run from you. Get out. Get out. To where my head screams out. Stuck in this ghetto. I got to find another route. We route that, man. I ain't want to work no nine to five. Man, it's shortbread. Mom's still late on the bills. Things getting real. Weight on the nigga's shoulders. This really how it feels to be grown now? Man, with no father figure, looks like I'm going to have to figure it out with my damn self. Raising two little brothers by my damn self. I mean, not by my damn self, but goddamn, I feel like I'm the only man that can really do this shit here. They like my kids. <laughs> and I bleed this shit right here from the art of me. This really art to me. History is in the making. I know I'm going to make it out this ghetto. This is all forsaken. I hope my life is not too much and get taken. Fall victim like the mother niggas, I can't go back. So I'm running and running these victory laps. Until I reach this marathon, shit. Remember times when I ain't have a dime, but now I multiplied it with every penny of your minds, food for thought to give back to the people of minds. But it's my peace. Simple. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Yonder Monko. This was dope. This was dope, man. Uh, you illustrated, you know, in this piece, you know, the constant, the unrelenting struggles that we go through from the day to day. You know, uh, it's easy to speak from a position of privilege. It's easy to to look down and say, oh, why don't you just do this? Oftentimes when um, foreigners come over to this country, you know, whether it be Africans or whatever ethnicity, they come over to this country and they look at black Americans and, and no, in particular, oh, you guys are lazy because they see a lot of these, you know, a lot of these programs a lot of the things that the civil rights opened up, a lot of legislation from that era, you know, a lot of immigrants benefit from it. So they come over here and they have disdain for the so-called African-American. But they don't know. They don't know what it's like. They, they don't understand the concept because you they see them, them the, themselves come over and they're like, oh, well, I got this program. Uh, they gave me this stipend or they gave me this and they gave me that. Why can't you do it? They don't understand that it's a constant attack on us for whatever reason you can you can call it. You know what I'm saying? Call it some call it penis envy. Some call it, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. There's a disdain and it's a it's a constant foot on our neck in everything we do, you know. And um, I thought this poem spoke to that, you know. The, the daily struggles, what you got to go through, 
you know, as opposed to just living the life of who you are, you know, with the conditions that, that you dealt with, you know, uh, people from privilege don't, don't really understand it. And uh, I thought this poem was very thought-provoking, King. For real, man. Um, I thought you did a great job. Khadija, what you thought about it? I agree. It was very thought-provoking. Um, Simba, you know what? You always come from, uh, from, every time I hear you, you come from the personal aspect of your struggles in life and the strides that you make in overcoming those things in life. And I appreciate someone who can capture those things and pin them in a cohesive and relatable piece. You know, some people aren't vulnerable enough to bring themselves to those moments, you know, bring themselves back to those moments and pull from that. You know, they rather talk about I'm winning, I'm winning, I'm winning. Kind of like when you get on social media, you know, people only post about the wins, but they never talk about the failures ever. They never, ever, ever talk about the failures. So you would think <laughs> that they only always up. You know, even though we know everybody has those down moments. So I appreciate you being real enough to pin the pain because from there you are turning the pain into purpose. Thank mm. you. Mm. Well said. Pain, what you thought about it, King? Man, y'all summed it up, man. But um, I just want to say I found this piece motivating. Um, it definitely inspired me to write, which is always a good thing. And um, I know it probably doesn't did the same for a few other poets in the room, man. And I just, this poem especially, man, I really appreciate you for coming through with this. I appreciate you for writing this, man, because this is, this is poetry's purpose. And I appreciate you, bro. Definitely, King. What's the official name of this piece? Oh, I ain't name it yet. Mm, I'll think of something. Definitely, that man. But thank y'all for letting me come up here and spit my piece. Definitely, King. Definitely. Oh man, that was very that was really thought provoking right there, man. I'm in my thoughts right now. Yeah, man. All right, man. We gotta move this train along. Uh it's eleven twenty six right now. It's eleven twenty six. If you if you got That means don't after know, this next that means after this next poet, finish speaking. If you didn't put on in the chat. That means you just came here to hang out, and we appreciate you. Next on the mic. Uh, all right. So uh, if you haven't typed iron in the chat as of yet, you know uh, it's pretty much too late, right, Payne? It's definitely too late. Uh, if you ain't type iron, if you ain't type iron by now, <laughs> your ass ain't spitting tonight. We appreciate you. Though. <laughs> come through next. Come through next Saturday. We be here at 9 p.m. Uh, listen, man. Tomorrow, shout out to China Blue in the building. What up, China? Tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here. How many mics is ending the lady season? The only way we should. Doing that little Kim Hardcore album tomorrow. Mm. If you want to come through, do your homework. Little Kim Hardcore. We end in the ladies only season tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Come through. This going to be interesting. See, see, you didn't even peep. I gave you two layup assists, man, with the little Kims and all that. You didn't catch it. I peeped it. I peeped it because you know I forgot little Kim was even on that Keisha Cole track. I really did. I remembered Missy, but I forgot little Kim. I wonder who helped her with those, but who I can't wait till tomorrow. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the epitome of the asshole. This yeah, is the tomorrow's going to be very interesting. See, back in the day, right, when we bought CDs, we used to read the credits. We used to flip it over. And we used to read things. Some interesting information on the back of them CDs. Interesting information. Christopher we Wallace. We're going to get into that tomorrow. How many mics? 7 p.m. Shout uh, out to China Blue in the building. Next on the mic, the legendary. Okay. Miss Fab. Oh, let's bring Miss Fab on up to the stage. <laughs> What it do, Fab? What it do? So this is hilarious because I accidentally put myself on this stage tonight. So then I had to find a writing prompt and write this very quickly. Um, so <laughs> this poem is called She Learned to Ignore the Thorns. Um, mm. So here we go. <clears throat> she learned to ignore the thorns from flowers she never received. Dust her shoulders off while posing pretty, don't cry. Hide your emotions. Smile more. Watch your posture, comparing herself to photoshopped magazine covers. Calorie counting and skipped meals. She learned to ignore the thorns as the flower crown gripped her crown, blood dripping down, seen not heard. Don't take up too much space, little girl. She learned to ignore the thorns, heart shattered, emotional violence, never stopped to smell the roses, pricked fingers. Collects red flags like Pokemon, got to catch them all. Why doesn't he love me while incapable of self-love first? And became one of those exes with mental deficits. Bust the window out your car type. Fingers and body full of calluses, the thorns feeling like a life sentence. That generational inheritance. She learned to ignore the thorns, but they burned inside, so she gave herself her own flowers, careful to trim the thorns, and she restored her own garden until it was just her. And she screamed, fuck the world, both middle fingers raised high, found her light, her inner goddess, and she celebrates the woman she became from the thorn sharpness. End quote. Damn, Fab. Uh, this was a quick write like that. Uh, this was this was this was dope. You said she learned to ignore the thorns from the flowers she never received. Wow. What I got from this, this screamed to me uh, of a ballet dancer. This is what I was this is what I was envisioning. You know, you made mention about the the cutting of the calories and the, you know what I'm saying, depriving oneself yeah. of the food and things of that nature and the calluses on the body. You know, they 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 be having so many calluses, they be on their toes and stuff. Ballet artists or dancers, they uh they go through a lot, man. They go through a lot. And this is what I was thinking of, you know what I'm saying? All of the you know, the restrictions and, and the confinements that you do, you know, to, to make weight or to, you know, to fit in this thing that you want to do. And uh, I thought this was profound right here, man. The, just the, it was so thought provoking. She learned to ignore the thorns from the flowers she never received. I thought that was brilliant. I thought that was brilliant. That's a, that's a prompt in itself. Great job. What you thought about it, Khadijah? 
You know, that line stuck out to me too, Black. Mm. I love that line. She learned to ignore the thorns from the flowers she never received. I mean, I think that hits home for a lot of people um, who heard that piece. I really like that. Um, it was very descriptive too, Miss Fab. And honestly, um, you have the perfect name because you're really fab to me. Really fab. Dope. Appreciate you. Mm. Payne, what you thought about it, bro? Man, everything you pointed out about that piece is what I loved about that piece, man. Uh, I, I, I too, um, likened the piece to uh, the description. I thought it was a parallel. I thought it was a metaphor for like a ballerina. Um, but I thought it was dope, man. Um, and we talk about concrete images when you was talking about calluses on the body and all of that. You know, I saw that. It's a reason, yo, it's a reason. It's not a moniker. though. When I say the legendary Miss Fab, y'all don't know, man. Y'all don't know, man. It's history. That was a right. quick right. That was a quick right. Facts. That's crazy, B. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Facts. I love that you guys Bye, got the yeah, dance, too. Because I was writing, like, from, a like, I'm about to become a mom. And so, like, I'm trying to, like, write more women empowerment pieces. Mm. Like, the, that so many women dance through life without ever getting a compliment or, like, a raise in their job or just the shit women go through, period. Um, I'm glad you guys figured out that dancer part because that's where I was going. <laughs> mm, definitely, man. Great piece. Great piece, Fab. Great piece, Fab. And, uh, you know, we appreciate you uh, for coming through, man. It's Fab. It felt like you were, for me, it felt like you've been pregnant forever, man. It felt like you've been pregnant <laughs> for like 11 months, yo. Actually, hilariously enough, next week's my halfway point. I'm only 20 weeks. So. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, you way off, pay. You way off. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Well, your baby going to have a lot of poetry. So that's a great thing, man. In fact, we appreciate you. Definitely. Thank you. Oh, man. All right, pay. Who we got next on the bike? It looked like Eric left us. So that means next on the mic is Lexi. All right, let's bring Lexi on up to the stage. Happy spooky season. Uh, what's good? What's good with you, Lexi? <laughs> what's going on, Lexi? Not much, not much. Um... I decided this week that I wanted to give y'all a side of me that you've not seen yet. Um, and I figured Halloween was a good time to break out like a little bit of a, a darker side of me. Mm. Um, but I'm having trouble choosing between two. Um, either Murderous Pals or Surprise I Fucking Hate You. Mm. I like Surprise I Fucking Hate You. Let me get it, that. All right, we can go with that one. Yep, definitely. Let's go. All right. Here it goes, then. You're scared. Don't be afraid of me, baby. That hurts my feelings. I know you didn't mean to lie to me. I know you thought that you were doing the right thing. Thought that you were protecting me. But I'm not mad. No, no, not at all. If anything, I'm 
hurt. Hurt that you didn't think that you could trust me or that you thought I wouldn't understand and I'm a very understanding person. I thought you knew me better than that, but I'll forgive you. In fact, here, my love, come, have a, I have a surprise for you. I want to show you just how much your trust means to me, so come sit on my lap, do this hot rip. Yes, just like that. Oh no, the whole line is for you. Go ahead and do the whole thing. It, it tasted funny. Oh, baby, you just keep hurting my feelings today. First the lie. Now you're shit-talking my drugs. But I'm going to do a hot rail for myself, and if you're shit-talking for no reason, I'll, I'll, I'll fucking bury this hot rail in your eye socket. I knew I should trust my gut about you. Because you truly are the stupidest excuse for a hoe that I've met in my entire life. You really thought it was a good idea to come back around me. After you went behind my back and let Herpes the Clown stick his venereal-infested raw dick into your bottomless whorehole, and then, surprise, you lied about it. And then, surprise, I woke up with a blister, and then, well, I didn't tell you, but my heart was broken. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. I have one more surprise, but this surprise isn't for you, bitch. It's for me, you see. I always knew you love your hot rails. I always knew you love your meth. And then, surprise, I had no clue you enjoy hot railing fentanyl, too. Oh, you didn't know. I guess that was one surprise for both of us then, which means right about now you're probably experiencing paralysis for the first time, and I guess that explains the look of horror in your eyes right now. Shit. <laughs> Silly me. I just realized I only made your line. Leave it to me to only be thinking about my love and not tending to my own needs. You know, I don't do fentanyl because I'm not a filthy, cheating, drug-addicted prostitute, but I already heated up the banger, and <laughs> surprise, you can't make the line for me because I don't want that foam forming on your syphilis-crusted lips to drip into my drugs. I guess I'll have to let you hold the banger instead. Don't be scared, baby. I know your hands aren't working, so I'm just going to go ahead and put this glowing glass, glass banger through your eye and into your brain. You weren't using it for much anyway. You ready for your last breath? Are you ready to defecate on yourself to signal that I no longer have to spend quality time with a quantity whore? Because I sure am ready. Oh, and I have a bonus surprise for you. Once you leave, I'll be sure to bust one more good nut across your face just like you love. After all, masturbating feels good as a bitch on my newly blistered dick. Surprise. Surprise. Wow. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. Down the Mongo, Mongo. Down the Mongo, Mongo. That's a cliche <laughs> when people say you got away with words, man. Mm. I, like, 
<laughs> yeah, this was crazy. Uh, again, man, I, I use this term, but concrete images, man. It's mm-hmm. like when you could say something, somebody could see it. That's the thing, right? That's the gift. Uh, you said, uh, you said shit talking my, you shit talking my drugs. Word, bro. This shit was, <laughs> this shit was, oh my God. <laughs> he said, um, okay, I wanted to ask you, I want to ask you, I want to ask you this. What exactly is a bottomless whorehole? <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to know what's a quantity whore because that intrigued me. (laughs) But, uh, (laughs) oh man, good job, Lexi. Man, you always come through with that shit that I like, and I like it. Black, go ahead, man. Oh man, this, this, this was this was epic, man. This was epic. Like Payne said, man, your ability with the concrete images, man. Like, and like I felt, I like I was there, man. Like I seen the line. You said the hot rail. I seen that shit. I seen that on the glass. That the razor blade. You know what I'm saying? Making the line and all that. The the jargon. It was all so vivid, and uh, that's a gift. Like you, like the place where you write from is one thing. But the way you manage to bring it to the stage is something totally different. Uh, I thought this was this was uh, this was epic, man. This was audio Broadway, if I ever heard it. Um, this was definitely audio Broadway. Uh, I felt like I was, you know, like I was watching this in some in some sense. Uh, great job, Lexi. Great job, man. The the drug use, you know, the jargon, you know. All of the jargon in here, it made it, it made it real. You know? I said this was like misery on steroids. If you ever seen that movie Misery, you know what I'm saying? It's like misery on steroids, but I thought you did a great job with this, man. I thought you did a great job. Epic writing and the delivery was just on point, man. It was it was epic. K Diva, what you thought about it? Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, I would say you have a way of making us visualize every word and make us hang on to every single word, you know? And you lay the groundwork for the storyline really well. So I agree with the with the gentleman, very vivid. Um, I believe that's a talent though, you know, the way that you command attention. Not everybody can do that, but you, from, from, from the start, you command attention. So good job, Lexi. Thank you all so much. Happy spooky season, y'all. Most deaf, most deaf. Oh man, that was the experience right there, man. That was an experience. Wow. All right, Payne, who we got next to the mic? There you go, back on his Geritol, eyeglasses across the room. There we go. You know what I'm saying? I don't Listen, know. Bro, man. it's a couple of things be happening, right? Because I got a list, but then people leave, bro. All people right. People leave. Okay. So then I got to look at the list. Next person, oh, guess what? They left too. Okay. <laughs> but then, of course, to that, here you come 
with jokes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Being different, a baby doll in the building. Uh, now all of a go. sudden, here you know what I'm go. saying? You want you want somebody to hold your jacket like they holding you. <laughs> this Oh man, I know you were pretty slow in the draw, man. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to look to two places. Look at the stage, look at your notes, look at the stage. You know what I'm saying? Used to be, you know what I'm saying? Used to be able to call the dice before they hit the floor, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, man, you see my PTR, man? I got my glasses. (laughs) I got my glasses. Oh man! So your jokes is irrelevant. Just give me a second, man. Stop trying to act different, cause baby doll in the building. I hear you talking. I, I knew you gonna use it, man. I knew I, I knew you was gonna use this as a catalyst for, for some of your for some of your jokes, man. It's okay. Cause here we go. I've been okay. cool. I ain't say it's nothing. Okay. It's okay. It's I ain't okay. say nothing, but it's real different. It smell. You know when you go to your boy house, and all of a sudden now, you know what I'm saying? He got the pink toilet seat rug. <laughs> With the pink toilet seat top matching the curtain in the uh, shower. Now all of a sudden it smells different in the bathroom. It smell like potpourri. It ain't smell like potpourri before. Now it's all potpourri in the bathroom. You know why. He like, uh, nah, we gotta smoke in the hallway. We gotta smoke in the hallway. You like, why? Why we gotta smoke in the hallway now? What's going on? Oh man, he crazy. You see what I gotta go through, man. That's what I gotta. What's go going through. on? That's what I gotta go. That's what I gotta go through. Oh man. What you mean? Stop cursing. What you mean? I could curse before. What you mean? Stop cursing so loud. What you mean? Come Next on, on the mic is somebody got? who's still here. Somebody who's been here. You know what I'm saying? Somebody who ain't leave. All right. Who we got, bro? Next on the mic is Missy. Ah, uh, let's bring Missy on up to the stage. <laughs> What's going on, Missy? Hey, everybody. Hey, Khadija. Hey, Written in Pain. How you <laughs> doing, Missy? How you doing? What's good with you, Queen? Just, you know, um, I'm being referee between my friends, and I don't like this shit, so it's like I'm sitting on hands today. See, I behave so I don't have to hit y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, Queen. All right, so this piece is called Glorifying Fuckery. Glorifying Excused excessive fuckery. language. Yes. Mm. We glorify fuckery and we sit in the chaos. Then we wonder why we are in chaos as we coexist among the stars and cosmos. And ask the world to stop. We ask the ocean to rest. The earth, earthquake, as we dissipate while we masticate indoctrinations of fallacies, those species like feces, to enrich our soiled minds. That people cry of famine and wash away strange fruit hanging. Why do we sigh as we glorify a fuckery? We glorify a fuckery to the point we are fucked and we are upset about the magnitude of our frequencies. How do we magnetize and coexist if all we do is complain about the complacency of duplicity? Realities, the sensibility, the unsustainable mindsets, yet apprehensive. How do we live if we're always festering and negative frequencies are relatively relatives of negativity? As we navigate the essential suppressing of our subconsciousness, is our subconscious our conscientious efforts? 
And why do we oftentimes feel the need to invalidate others to make ourselves feel more conscientious than the subconsciousness? Are you really healing or are you really healed? So why are we in conversation about reality? And where are you neglecting she and he? And where are they at? But you want us to take the path. We all have our own past, but to realize reality of life is to invalidate your own thoughts. It's only suppressing of your own being. So why are you a human being if you never let your heart be human beings? We glorify fuckery and we sit with thyself, masochists of our own fuckery. Excuse my language. We glorify chaos as we sit amongst the stars. We wonder why turbulent rains and cosmos bear our scars. We ask the world to hot and the oceans to stand still. We create quakes within with every selfish will. Munching on Dr. Nation's false, digesting lies like food, our minds once fertile lands, now taunted and tainted with misconstrued tears of the oppressed, washing away the pain, yet strange fruit still persists, history's ugly strain. Why do we celebrate the wrongs and lift them up so high we get high off of dumb shit, when all we do is drag each other down, making our spirits sigh? Our frequencies just conjured a concography of wells, yet you blame the world outside when inside is who we fail. Complaining of realities of mindsets that won't shift, yet are we any better as we cling to our own rift, festering negatively, relations of disdain? How do we hope to heal when we nurture our own fucking pain? Our subconsciousness, our minds hold truth, often pushed away as we truly think we are conscientious. Are you conscious or just lost in the fray? Invalidating others, seeking self-boast, forgetting that we're all one in a vast cosmos of roast. Are you healing or just numb? Denying what's inside, facing our past while your own is at the ride. To be human truly is to let your heart be free, to love, to learn, to grow, to just let yourself be. Minds fleeting, spirits ringing, minds banging, gang banging, she's screeching, she's chatting. Bitch, twerk, bitch, twerk. Yet we're glorifying babies dying, niggas lying, women stealing. Women stealing and vanity de- deceiving. Hoes beating hoes, babies on her hips screaming, niggas fighting. I, me, we glorify so much fuckery. We glorify. Yet we're glorifying fuckery and having audacity to start screaming, God, why? Bitch, stop stealing pieces. Niggas, go pick up your fucking children and stop the violence. You think these words sting? Try picking up dead bodies when hearts stop beating. Glorifying fuckery. Peace. Shit like that. 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 You got two shit like that. You got two of those. This right here, man. This was heavy right here. This was a heavy piece, man. This was an admonishment to everyone. It was some part of this poem that we can look at or we can listen to or take a piece of it and use it as an admonishment that we can apply to our own lives. Uh, I thought this was very well written. I thought it was very well written. And uh, the sentiment behind it, man, was just so on point. Glorifying fuckery. 
this is my day, man. This is my day seeing new shit on social media that that have me like, wow, I didn't think we can get here, but we're here. The new stuff that we see from from day to day, day to day, glorifying fuckery. Uh, this was epic, man. I thought you did a I thought you did a masterful job on this. Great piece, Khadija. What you thought about it? You know, um, what I want to say is I can really hear the growth from the first piece that I heard you do to today's piece. And you sound like you've really found your stride. So that's really beautiful. That's really commendable. There was a line you said, you said, uh, why are you a being if you never let your hearts be human beings or something like that? Really like that line. <laughs> but yeah, super um, impactful. I enjoyed that piece. Payne, what you thought about it? Man, a clubhouse kicked me out for about a minute of that piece. But um, I caught most of it. And uh, Missy, I like your pen anyway. I'm, I'm a fan of your poetry. But um, that poem hit, man. And um, yeah, it was a lot to chew on. I appreciate you for bringing that. Thank you. Yeah, man. That's definitely a lot to chew on right there, man. That's an admonishment right there. Glorifying fuckery. Booty hole brown. <laughs> that's that's glorifying fuckery, man. Great piece, Missy. Great piece. All right, Payne. Thank y'all. It was glorifying fuckery. What was the name of the piece? What was the name of it? Glorifying, glorifying fuckery. fuckery is the name of the piece. Wow. Yeah, glorifying Yo, nah, fuckery. Yo, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm nominating that. That all right? I'll second it, man. That so that means you got. You Matter of fact, Missy should get some tickets, man. She she got a free ticket. That means she got a free ticket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you nominated. Fact. So uh, that's a free ticket right there to the to to next week's event, Curls and Combo. Uh, you're the second recipient of a, of a free ticket tonight. That was an impactful poem, man. That was something to chew on right there, uh, definitely. Uh, so yeah, we won't get that information, uh, and we're gonna uh, set set you up with a with a free ticket, Missy. Uh, that was dope, though. That was dope. All right, Payne. Now I I don't want to ask this, but how do how many more people do we have on the list? You just asked me that, man. That's rude, man. You know what I hate? I was just telling somebody this the other day, man. I hate when like I'm watching a movie with somebody. Right, you into the movie like, da, 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 da. and they be like, "Yo, how much longer in this movie?" It fuck up everything. Like, ah, you ready to be out? Like, what's no, good? You no, no, that's, that's, that's not that's it, man. Say, bro. That's not it, bro. That's not it, man. I was just curious. That's all. That was just curiosity, seeing how much longer we going tonight. Cause you know I gotta, I, I, gotta worry about, I, I gotta worry about other things. I gotta worry about other things. <laughs> for love, and I've learned that it. Do. Y'all don't know what I gotta go through, man. It's, it's hard to be the sidekick on Iron Sharpens Iron, man. First Habib, now this. Y'all don't know what I go through, man. Uh, you got a lot of jokes. This ain't tonight. an easy job. This ain't an easy job. It's like you the starter. But yo, yo, it's a, yo, we watching you. Don't throw no intro. You out of here. You out of here. You weak the weak, bro. You weak the weak. 
You a month to month, nigga. <laughs> you ain't getting no benefits. You ain't getting no benefits. You still on probation. <laughs> shit didn't kick in yet. <laughs> Play it easy. Oh, man. This guy's a funny guy. All right, bro. Who we got next on the bike, man? Next on the mic. I'm looking forward to this because she she be coming through with some fire. Next on the mic is Taja. Oh, uh, let's bring Taja on up to the stage. Them, them, them short and fatted pieces. Let's go, Taja. What's going on with you, sis? Nothing much. Chilling, cooling. What you got for the people tonight? I know we about <laughs> she to She always be. on that yeah. vibe. Yeah, it's always this. And then she about to break food. She about to break food. She remind me of <laughs> Snoop. You remind me of Snoop. How Snoop, you never see Snoop riled up. Snoop always on some, you know what Always I mean? ease. Always easy. They come up on here and just, just black out. I already know. I'm prepared for some blackout shit right now. Let's go. Synapsis spasm, complicating reactions, concaving, outspaces, mental formations, lines tallied on scoreboards, dismantling recycled mantras recorded in order to pigeonhole me, provoking like poking Smokey the Bear. Why the fuck would I care about your comfortability if it means having this done to me? Energy to perform symmetry, inability to strike fear in me, wet match personality. What's more fear invoking, my reflection or this pen I'm holding, writing, chasing light wherever I can find it? Adjusting to climate, self-reminding, I drip blood once from fine line cuts to wake up concealed by makeup. Conversational signals underneath skin material, metaphorically absorbency, developmental, serial, Taja. I'm the sniper right behind you, pull down blinders, moving soundless, beyond, far beyond stars bars, five feet pinning skyscraper tall. Enthralling audiences, abstract embodiments, this is different. Three feet, cemented pieces, splitted predicaments, causing perspective increases. Hard knock teachings, refusal to pinpoint my unusual mutual. Agreements for you to mind your fucking business, a sweetie. Blood oath treaties, knowledge greedy, leaving poetic sediments, explaining myself to less dance is overall irrelevant. Peace. Shit like that, 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 I need more of this. this. This was heat. I didn't have... Listen, I'm cooking. I'm distracted right now. So I couldn't remember the bar for bars. But you were saying some shit in this poem. Yeah, and she I, was. Yo. Well, you like, well, y'all have a heavy list. I would write, recite it again. But y'all got a lot of stuff to do. Nah, we don't got a lot of... Do, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Run it back. Let's go. Yes, sirs. Spasm, synapsing, conflicting reactions, 
concave in our spaces, mental formations. Lines tallied on scoreboards, dismantling recycled mantras recorded in order to pigeonhole me. Thought-provoking, poking like Smokey the Bear. Why the fuck would I care about your comfortability if it means having this done to me? Energy to perform symmetry, inability to strike fear in me, wet match personality. What's more pen-invoking? My reflection or this pen I'm holding, writing, chasing light wherever I could find it. Adjusting to climate, self-reminding, I drip blood once. From fine line cuts to wake up, concealed by makeup. Conversational signals underneath skin material. Metaphorically absorbency, developmental serial. Taja, the sniper right behind you, pull down blinders, moving soundless. Briand, far beyond stars, bars, five feet pinning skyscraper tall. Enthralling audiences, abstract embodiments, this is just different. Three segmented pieces splitting. Predicaments causing perspective increases far not teaching. Refusal to pinpoint my unusuals mutual. Agreements for you to mind your fucking business. A sweetie. Blood oath treaties, knowledge greedy, leaving poetic sediments. Explaining myself to less than is overall irrelevant. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. This, this, this joint was very bar heavy. And, uh, I thought this was just, it was just eloquent at the same time. It was very complex. You know, that type of flow that's so on, it's like an accurate flow, you know, like you're, like you're fact checking, you know, you know, how you have a person telling you facts, breaking down the facts and doing the presentation. This is what I'm feeling. And, um, this was dope, man. This was dope. The wordplay in this was crazy. The sniper right behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the, that was the swag. I heard the swag, Payne. I heard, you know what I'm saying? This is Taja, the sniper right behind you. You know what I'm saying? Everything yeah. she said after sniper right behind Everything she said after that, though. Everything she crazy. said sniper right behind you. Everything after that was crazy. It was crazy. That perspective increases. That, that, that line that you was talking about, you know, and that pigeonhole line you had in the beginning. That blood, that blood, that fine crazy. line, cuts line, that pen evoking, pen I'm holding, all that shit was fire. That was fire. That was fire. Great job, man. What you thought about it? What you thought about it, Khadijah? We all did double teaming and all that going back and forth. What you thought about it? <laughs> well, you know what, Taja, you're a silent storm. You know, you come in, you don't say much on stages in these different rooms and stuff. Uh, most times you, uh, until you come to the mic and they don't be knowing what to expect until you grab that mic and drop fire bombs everywhere. You blow up everything. So <laughs> straight fire. I remember when I first met you, I was like, who is this girl? Well, I soon found out fire, fire. Mm. Yeah, man, that was dope, man. That was dope. Uh, I think that's I think that's worthy of a nomination. I think that's worthy of a nomination. What you mean? What you mean? You I think, think I, man? I, I, Ain't no I, thoughts. I, I need a second on it, so I guess I'm taking that you second. That's my piece of the night. That's oh, my right. piece of the night. Then there you that's have my it. Home of the night. There you have it. That's the third ticket. That's the third free ticket, man. That's the third free ticket to Khadijah's event next week on November fourth. Uh, you're going to be in the building, Taja. You just score a free ticket, a free ticket to that event. Uh, it's wow. going to be a Zoom event. That's right. That's right. 
You know what I'm saying? You come through winning. You was you wasn't expecting to come through winning things. You I know mean, what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all keep on telling me to to rise. Shit, and I keep telling y'all don't roar. I write. Uh, I write roars. I write roars. I ain't bothering you no more about your. I ain't saying nothing else. I've been stopped bothering you about that. I ain't say nothing else. <laughs> You done got the respect now. Now he's talking to you nice when he see you. You know what I'm saying? He used to talk to you crazy. He used to come on the stage. I, I remember. remember. I remember. He used to talk to you crazy. He used to talk to you crazy. You know what I'm saying? I now think two weeks ago nice. or last week, I apologized. Did I apologize? He was very, very nice. Talk to me. Talk to her nice, B. That's what you gotta say to me. I do. Talk I to do. me nice. I do. She deserved them tickets. Her poem deserved to be nominated for title of the show. Taja, that's my favorite shit you ever came in here with. I'm a when when we drop this shit. I'm a, this my shit. I'm gonna know the words to this. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be saying this shit. <laughs> All, right. All right. So there we got. That's the that's the third and final ticket. Uh, so the, the, the recipients of that is going to be Mr. Whispers, Timothy Whispers, uh, our sister Missy, and then our sister Taja. There, there we go. There we got the three tickets right there. All right, Payne. Moving along, because I know we got You ain't telling me how many people we got left. So that this means- is it. We got the final poet, the final poet before Khadijah Cloak. Oh, all right. Oh, no, we got two more poets. I'm sorry. We got two more poets before Khadija closes us up. Okay. Well, let's bring that next to the last poet on up to the stage. All right. Mama Ladeji. Oh, man. Come on, man. Let's give a warm, warm welcome for the queen, the all-around queen, Mama Oladeji. Let's go. <laughs> Greetings, greetings, greetings. This is Mama Oladeji on the scene coming here to tell you all that I have been very sad and I'm holding my little baby girl in my arms on this picture. In the earlier part of this month, she was found deceased in her dorm room in Guatemala. We still haven't got the body back yet. And my heart is broken. I mean... I've been crushed to no ends. So now the government is telling us that we have to go and get her body and bring it back. And I can't do it. So we're trying to do a fundraiser so we can send somebody from the family, which probably is going to end up being my grandson. And he's already crushed, too. But I did find a poem that she wrote about her grandma. And on that picture, you see her. Uh, she was about 10 when she wrote this poem, and I had purple hair. And I know Miss Fab remembers when I had purple hair because when I got my hair dyed purple, Miss Fab dyed her hair purple and put a picture up right next to mine. So that's my ace bone comb. So this is called My Grandma with Purple Hair by Sarah Kayanik Wingo Chong. Some grandmas pinch your cheeks until they turn a rosy red. Other grandmas like to give you big kisses that leave lipstick markings on your head. Some grandmas like to knit and watch soap operas all day, while other grandmas enjoy talking to cats to pass the time away. But not my grandma. She is like no other. 
She's a very special type of grandmother. Just no other grandmother can compare to my grandma with purple hair. Poem. Wow, mama. I'm sorry to hear that. That's wow, man. That's that's so unfortunate. Oh. Yeah, she was only 23 years old, and um, she went to this place called Fungi Academy. And she was trying to follow behind her mother, who was the queen of the mushroom community, and Dr. Seabee. And that's where Dr. Seabee was um, partially, well, he was from British Honduras, but they close together. And she told me she was going to study Spanish, but she was going to study mushrooms. Come to find out the Mushroom Academy or the Fungi Academy is not what it's supposed to be. It's a bunch of people from Denmark and Sweden doing hippies and taking mushrooms and stuff. And I don't know what happened to my grandbaby. I don't know to this day. Wow. They didn't do the autopsy yet. So now they're telling us we got to go get her. So some of the people are doing, a, um, I guess, a GoFundMe or something. So... That's where I am right now. So if y'all see me missing in action, it's because I got a lot of stuff to do right now. But I definitely want to come here because Khadija sent me a beautiful note this morning. Thank you, Khadija, for thinking about me and telling me that, um, you know, asking me if I was going to come to the event. Now, I'm going to tell you, if I get some answers and get some of this stuff done out the way, by then I will be. If not, my spirit will be there with you because I definitely... um, approve and feel excited about what you're doing mm. i told you that already thank you mama we love you thank you yeah mom sending prayers your way and uh yeah man wow and wow. she was doing poetry all over the place i mean she was like a speaker she was really good and i didn't even see any of her live performances and stuff because she had her own little group of people in her own little life and she just wanted to do her own thing. So, but I do have uh, tapes of her doing some poetry in different places, and she's really good. So that one she wrote when she was about ten. Anyway, you know, it's, this life is too hard for me. I don't know how I'm gonna survive. It's my second person. I lost my daughter in 2016. Now my grandbaby, which is her daughter, is gone. So I don't know. I don't know why our children are leaving us here. God bless everybody. All right, Mama. We praying for you, Mama. We definitely praying for you. Oh, man, that's unfortunate. Whoa. All right, Payne. Uh, Who we got next on the list? Uh, I don't know. Wait, you said something to me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, uh, I don't know if you got a chance to comment on what uh, Mama phone. No, this is, I didn't. I ain't go with this. I ain't go with this shit at all. Uh, I didn't, I can't, uh, I just, my heart goes out to mama always. And um, I'm just, this is um, all an unfortunate uh, series of events. I'm not good with this kind of shit, bro. Yeah, I feel you, man. I feel you. But yeah, mama, we sending you much prayers, man. Much prayers. Wow. 
So you said we got one more on the list before the um before the closing. No, man, I skipped somebody. Um, I skipped Kylie, so let's bring Kylie up to the stage. That's my fault. All right, let's bring Kylie on up to the stage. How you doing, Kylie? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. What you got for us tonight? He was everything, everything that I wanted. We were meant to be, supposed to be, but we lost it. And all of the memories so close to me have faded away. All this time you were pretending so much for my happy ending. Oh, I dropped from my position in the sky to bathe in his luminous glow. The fullness of his presence enticed me in a way as to affect my circadian rhythm. I danced in the gloss of his ebb and flow. He moved the tides in my honor, regulated moods and procreation to suit my whims, adjusted the meridian that I could rest peacefully and recharged my soul so that I reflected his spirit. Then time took its toll. The event horizon captured his fullness in the envy of my eye, so I never noticed the cloaking eclipse. I had fallen in love during waxing moon, and never could I have imagined that he would succumb to the last of the summer wine. In the midst of a playful banter, his translation encrypted in crimson. Funny how the storm starts in an instant and its duration to slow in motion and debilitating blows are incrementally numbing, yet its devastation is infinitely felt. And when reality's clarity becomes translucent, my shine begin to toggle from assuredness to convolution. The last view of his prominence was the red ring of blood surrounding his formerly heavenly body. And after my fall, the light inside me dimmed. I donned garments printed with the morning glories, for the eye no longer held its sway to a heart with no beats. He was everything everything that i wanted we were meant to be supposed to be but we lost it and all of the memories so close to me have faded away and all this time you were pretending so much for my happy ending in peace. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Shit like that.
Wow, man. Absolutely uh, beautiful. I love this song. I love this song in the beginning. Uh, is that an original song or is that a, a cover? No, no. That's a cover from uh, Avril Lavigne. Avril Lavigne. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going through my mental Rolodex. I said, I know I heard this song before. I heard this song before. That was Avril Lavigne. Wow, man. I thought that was dope. I thought that uh, the poem in itself, man, was very regal. It was very regal. Uh, dope, like the the construction of it, the deliverance of it, the sentiment of it was right on point. Great job, Queen. Great job. Payne, what you thought about it? The word for this poem is elegant. That's, mm. what I, that's how I thought it was presented. Um, I thought the song, I, first of all, I thought that was a great song choice. I thought you sang it well. And it went with the poem. And I, 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 I felt like, yeah, like this was like delivered elegantly. And I appreciate you. Definitely. You. What about you, K Diva? What you thought about it? Kylie, you know, I'm a fan. <laughs> you know, I'm a fan, my sister. Like that was so, I heard you. In fact, you know what? You did that piece in my room. That's where I heard that. Piece said, you did it in my room. I remember, you know what? Black and pain, y'all know what I want to do. What's that? I want to give away a fourth ticket. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm with it. I want to give away this last, well, this fourth ticket to Kylie because that piece, I remember thinking when you did it in my room, I was like, so just shell shocked. <laughs> From the vocals to the content, you're incredible. And I see you, your beautiful, you know, hair and everything. And I'm just loving the beautiful smile. And I would just love you to be there in the building on November 4th. Oh, my gosh. Thank oh, you that's so gonna be much. Dope. <laughs> wow. I, 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 I wanted to do the piece definitely now because it's the end of Domestic Violence Month. And so... That piece was actually dedicated to uh, a woman that lost her life wow. due to domestic violence. And it happened right in front of her eight-year-old son. Wow. So that's that's what the inspiration came from. Kylie, please tell them about your recent awards. Oh, um, <laughs> I uh, just released uh, my first ebook. It's called Smile, Short Stories and Poems from Pain to Purpose. Mm. And I am a number one bestseller on Amazon in three categories. Oh, man. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, man. That's Thank dope. You so much. You see, we be Thanks, knowing people over here. We be knowing people, man. Khadiz, you bringing all the superstars <laughs> over here to Iron Shop the thing. All the superstars coming over here, man. <laughs> you know, all the superstars coming through. Khadiz, you come through, man. We might have to have you here a little bit more often, man. You know what I'm saying? Bring baby doll a little bit more often. Man. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> 
Oh, man, but great piece, Kylie. Great piece. Congratulations on your, your endeavors, man. That bestseller, that's dope. And, uh, you know, them tickets. I'm going to be in the building, too, man. If you guys haven't got your tickets yet, please go get them tickets, man. It's going to be an event. You know, uh, this is about women's empowerment, man, empowering our sisters, letting them know that they're not alone, what they're going through. And, um, you know, we want to show support, man. We want to be there, man. So uh, we're going to be over in the building. Next week, we're not going to have Iron Sharp with Iron. Uh, we gonna take a we gonna take a break and we gonna go over there and we gonna support Khadijah, man. So I hope you guys definitely go get a ticket if you haven't purchased one already. Definitely. I right, paint. You said we got we got another one, or you gonna? Pull I'm gonna start. We might as well start calling her the closer. <laughs> the closer. I like that. It got a, it got a ring to it, man. Don't, don't put no but, ideas uh, in my head. Man. Listen, <laughs> don't put no ideas again. In my head. You know what I don't like, man? Tonight's <laughs> show been feeling too R&B through Z for me. Come on, bro. You got to have how many mics tomorrow, man? You have all the hip-hop. Too much. We, we doing that little Kim album, Hardcore. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what it is. Rin the Pain, China Blue. Y'all know how we do over there. But look. That's on the mic is Lyrical Movements. Oh, man. Let's, this ain't no anybody, man. You just can't say Lyrical Movements. Like, this is the first lady of the combo. Let's bring Miss Lightskin on up to the stage. Come on. What it do, Mo? What it do? What you got for the people tonight? Peace, love, and light to the family. How are you guys doing? Uh, Amazing good, show. We, we're good, queen. We're good. Amazing show. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you, sis. Uh, I know you're about to just tear it down right now because that's how Compo do. So I ain't got, you know what I'm saying? The, no pressure. The stage is yours. No <laughs> pressure. No, you how we do. Ah, uh, this is Birthrights and um, I, one of my favorite pieces, actually. So I hope you can hear me well. And uh, it goes like this. Birthrights. Beyond Kemet, dating back centuries before the Aztec, before the Mayan, predating Vikings long before the equator was pinpointed and discovered I was here. Upon the Everglades or Zion's mountains beware. This is universal trinity. Peep the synchronicities, the music beneath the raindrops. You see, this is a different me, catered off in dual synergy, seeking equality in its finest. I have always been close to her highness, even during low tides, especially amidst my lowest times. You see, this was the magic, sifted off into commonality, still reaching for the stars hidden betwixt the planets. Once I corner my Venus, Mars is next. I bend over new concepts, remembering the openings, the muse, the behavior, the moods, the climax, the ending, the ruse. You see, this is bigger than us, bigger than we. We corner the wind, belting sweet serendipity in the middle of a symphony. Will you remember me? Umi asked several times in unison. I thought to myself, yes, yes, 
Yes, I will remember me, for I have forgotten me for far too long. In regards to how I clean my birthright, you see, I am ready for my close-up. Let me get my toast up. You see, this is for the future. We have excelled in our past. Forget not the reality. You see, good things are supposed to last. And that was birthrights. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Down the Marco, Marco. That's one of that's one of my favorite pieces of YouTube, man. And uh, like I don't know what it is about light skin, man, because uh, it seems like all our revolutionaries, man, the ones that be going hard, man, you know, what I'm saying they be of the light of persuasion, man. So I uh, I, I don't I don't know, man, but uh, definitely heartfelt, man. That's when Moby getting deep, man. She go back into the and take us back in time, and uh, it, that was a profound piece, man. That's I, that's one of my favorite pieces of yours, birthrights, and the one you be talking like you from London. You know what I'm saying? That joint too. But uh, yeah, you, man, uh, great job, uh, K Diva. What you thought about that? You know, I was loving that one. Lyrical movements, um, peace to you. And I just want to say, um, I know we're supposed to be talking about the poetry, but I can't talk about the poetry without talking about the person. Um, I want to say, and I've never told you this before, but I remember when you first got on this app and I would get these messages from you. I didn't know who you were at this point, but I would get these messages. Peace, queen. I hope you have a wonderful day, and like often. And I, I was like, okay, who is this woman, this beautiful woman who is sending me these beautiful messages? And so I began hearing you in different rooms and I was like, okay, I see who she is. And ever since then, like, the love and light that you lead with anytime that I'm in your presence is just so beautiful. And I appreciate your energy and your high vibrations. It's never nothing negative when, I, when you're around. It's always just positivity and just beautiful energy. And I want to take this time to say thank you so much for being you. Mm. Thank you, Queen. You know, I love you. And that really, really touched my heart. Thank you so much. See all this love on this stage, man. Slipping and sliding with all this love. I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it, man. You know what I mean? R&B through Z, that's how we do, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we the build it. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, Pay, what you thought about this piece? I was going to say good things about it before all that mushy, gushy stuff. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I oh, um, yeah, that's a that's a LM staple. You know, you know, you know, you know, we know LM cat. You know, we know already, man. <laughs> LM. It's LM. She's the compo. You know. Uh, straight up. <laughs> But yeah, dope piece, man. Dope piece, LM. All right. Now is that time of the show. It's the time of the show where we about to close the show. But before we do, before we do, let's make these announcements. First, tomorrow, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we, we, we will be over here. Uh, Listen, let okay. me tell y'all something about this lady season. It's been real, Okay. It knocked off the number one album, then mm -hmm. got knocked off again. Number one album knocked off again. Yep. Lady season been gangster. Yep. We had at least five albums infiltrate the top ten spot. It's been real. Tomorrow we're doing a little Kim hardcore. Hardcore Kim album. Come on, man. 
Y'all need to, you know, you, you know, you want to come through and let me and hear me tell y'all about how to rep now. <laughs> oh, go ahead, Black. Yeah, man. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over here, Spoken Soul Sessions. We will be doing how many mics. So come join us. It's a lot of fun. If you haven't heard the Little Kim Hardcore album, go listen to it. It's still time. Listen to the album before you come over so you can give and add value to the conversation. Uh, it's a lot of fun over there, man. So come through at how many mics. Mike, 7 p.m. tomorrow, Easter Standard Time. Also, uh, if you look to the top of the room, I put last week's episode. Last week's episode uh, for Iron Sharpeth Iron, it was Breathe, I Wrote Habits. Uh, that was uh, in dedication to, uh, I believe it was um, Timothy Whispers, uh, Lexi, and uh, I forgot who wrote the I Wrote. It's just slipping my mind right now. But uh, that's the replay of that. That was a dope, phenomenal show. If you haven't heard it, go ahead and go listen to it. Uh, download it. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube page, we have an Iron Sharpeth Iron YouTube page. If you haven't subscribed yet, go and subscribe. We're going to have a lot of content coming up um, for the new year. A lot of dope new content that we're working on and there's a lot of things working in the background so we want to make y'all privy to all of those things but uh go ahead and um follow that page become a subscriber and uh you can get the uh the jump on all of that content all right so with that being said uh i don't believe we have any more uh announcements unless i'm forgetting something oh yeah don't forget to show up at curls and convo next week november 4th you know what I'm saying? And that's the first lady of the compo's birthday. You know what I'm saying? So the compo going to be up in there deep, B. You know what I mean? Now, I can't, I can't say or speak for everybody in the compo because because pain sometimes don't got no home training, man. You know what I'm saying? He'll come and be, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, but uh, he'll be there too. You know what I'm saying? The comp going to be full effect. It's going to be more birthday too. So that's, that's going to be a beautiful event, man. And uh, yeah, man. We we up in the building, so y'all definitely. And she's doing a piece. And she's Did doing you know? a piece. That's right. She's doing a piece for this event. That's why you know what I'm saying. You know you want to be up in the building for this. You know Mo gonna go. She gonna go crazy on this. I know it. I know it. She gonna go crazy on this. But uh, we gonna see y'all over there next week. So, without any further ado, I want to relinquish the stage. Let's meet, let me give her the proper introduction she deserves. Joy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I <laughs> uh with the with the with the ad libs of, of, of our brother Mr. Written and Payne. Uh you know, let me give this this sister the proper introduction she deserves. Coming to close us out for the evening. It's been a lovely evening of poetry and spoken word. We have the beautiful incomparable lovely Khadija I just switched up what I was going to do like just literally a second ago um yeah so first of all I just want to say um it's an honor to be sandwiched, if you will, <laughs> in between these amazing gentlemen who are such extraordinaires and what they do as poets, as artists, as men, hello, 
Um, so I just want to say thank you for having me. Uh, thank you both for having me. Thank you for supporting me. Uh, it's been very comfortable up here with y'all. You know, I had my feet kicked up on the couch. Uh, don't worry, I took my shoes off. And my feet don't smell. So, you know, <laughs> it's very nice over here. Very plush. I, the snacks was laid out for me. So I appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all laying out the, the yellow starburst instead of the pink ones because, you know, there's a difference. So I appreciate y'all so much. And um, thank you for plugging Curls and Convo as much as y'all did. And I just appreciate all the love. And I'm humbled by it. So thank you, gentlemen, so much. I have to say that. Thank y'all. Okay, what am I going to do? Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, ooh, I'm going to do this piece. It's a little different, but, you know, let's do it. All right, bear with me, bear with me. friends and the congregation that is gathered here today I vow to never stop loving you even on those ordinary weekdays that Monday through Friday love will be the same as that weekend getaway love we'll have the same solid love when we're awake that most people only dream of even when our voices echoed over the distance, our hearts always did travel to the beat of the same drum, and that would never change up. You are the one. When you were away, the hands of time stood still. I knew in time, this time, you'd ask for my hand, and I still choose you, and I will be your wife. I choose you as my husband, my partner to share, the friend of my life I cherish with care. I promise to cover you as you cover me, to protect your heart and meet you where you are comfortably, to cover all cards emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Babe, you are the prototype of that 90s R&B kind of love. No one can ever outcast or outclass this meant-to-be type love that classic type love on constant replay, that endless love, Luther Vandross, cause with you it's never too much, never too much, never too, babe. I vow to reverence you in the highest regard, to never front you off, always have your back through everything. You are my fortress, my king, my protector, my wildest dream. I vow to keep you lifted in prayer through sickness and great health, I'll be right there. I'm your water and you're my air. And while on earth my fire will burn for you as I yearn for you, sincere. Keep my heart a flutter, these butterflies only multiply as I say I do choose you to spend the rest of my life as your lawfully wedded wife. I vow to spend the rest of my times loving you. Three words sealed with a kiss, baby. 
I do. Shit like that, shit like that, shit like that, shit like that. Down the Monko, Monko. Down the Monko, Monko. Man, that was epic. Oh my god. God man, yo, we usually don't comment after after the closer, but I just had to say that, man. Uh that was epic. I'm going back to listen to that again, man. That was epic. We're gonna see y'all well, not next week, the week after next. We're gonna be over that curls and convo next week, man. Oh man. Curls and convo. Uh we'll see y'all, man. We'll be in the building. Uh I'm poetic black. That's written in pain over there. Uh we out, man. We love you guys. Iron, so one man sharpens another. Oh, the story. I, I thought the story, I thought it was a good story. I just felt like it was parts of the story that lagged a little bit for me. Your cadence, man, it, it captivated me. It's just the sincerity in the piece. You know, I could feel that. And the emotion is always going with me over when I can feel when I can feel that it's real, so. It was, it was one of those pieces that, you know, where you're, you're waking, you're waking people up, you know what I'm saying? Bringing awareness. It was an awareness poem. And I really dug it, and I really dug the message behind it. Thank y'all very much. I really appreciate it. I appreciate the space. Are you ready to enter the dojo? Here, iron, sharpen, iron.